Hey! Here we are again. Right back here in the Snarf Talk house. Just living in them triple digits. Mm. I like adding to the triple digits. We were triple one last week. We're just double one with a two this week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't even have to specify. Are you sure? Not that like, exciting. Like a hundred. I'm saying it's like a hundred and twelve. Yeah. Do you get it? Like the double ones plus the two is a is, is 112. Yeah, I think everybody gets okay. it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we are here. And we have a guest, as you can see. Another special guest. First timer. We got a first timer. Oh, we got a first timer over here. Another first timer here. Eh? Yeah. Oh, that's my, that's my fault. <laughs> nice. Uh, Mr. David Simmons. Hello. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. He has been a sponsor for a long time. Yeah. And he also made specific cups for us. Which neither of us have here. I have one there. I drink coffee out of it every morning. As do I. I drank coffee out of my Snarf Talk cup this morning. Mine just has a sticker on it, so I didn't <laughs> make one for myself. Uh, but we should give a shout out, uh, since he is a sponsor, to... I don't think you have a name, though. No. You don't have a name? No. Come on. you got to come up with a name. Yeah. I'm the modern-day millennial man. I do computer networking, cups, guns... I uh, sharpen knives. I was going to say, you sharpen knives. So yeah. I'm in the process right now of sharpening a knife for Mr. Seedentop, but I should just push that off on Why you. are you sharpening a knife for him? Because <laughs> he doesn't know how to sharpen knives, so I'm doing it for him. I love sharpening knives. Yeah. I uh, have a whetstone. Correct. But it disappeared. I don't know where it went. Really? I don't know how you lose a whet. It's a big one. Yeah, I don't know how and you lose it. And it's gone, that. and I don't know where it is. Is it in the shop? No, it's not in the shop. I've looked all over for it. Really? Is it in that extra room that you started organizing and then stopped organizing? Probably, if that room exists. Yeah, the one with all your comic books. Oh, no, no, of course not. Are you sure? Uh, Yeah, I'm sure. I wouldn't have brought it home. But anyway. You wouldn't have brought it home? Why? No, it's it's an office tool. It's a farm tool. Keep it at the farm. It's an everyday tool. You never know when you need to sharpen a knife on a whetstone, Chris. Well, anyway, uh... To promote your <laughs> cup business, yeah. What is that? What are you doing? What is it called? Ceracote. Jerry had it right last. Ceracote. Yeah. Yeah. It's a ceramic baked on coating. It's like Plasti Dip. No, it's not. No, it's not like <laughs> no. Plasti Dip. Uh, speaking of Plasti Dip, so uh, our friend Pagoda, he's been on the show multiple Did times. Did he Plasti Dip his truck? He Plasti Dipped the bottom of his truck, the white truck ago. that he had. Yeah, super long time ago, but it was when it was a big deal. And he plasti dipped the bottom of his truck, and everyone's like, "Man, that's awesome!" But then it started peeling off, of and it's course. like, ah, "Maybe we should take that off." And it was just an absolute nightmare for him to try to remove that stuff. Yeah. Um, so don't do that to your vehicle. No. <laughs> unless you're going to do like the entire thing. Do you feel like that'd be a good idea? No. No. Why not? That sounds like a Mr. Beast thing. What's that? It d- really does. You Mr. don't know Beast? Mr. Beast? No. It's a YouTube show. Grady loves it. It's Mr. a very Beast. good YouTube show. He's incredibly wealthy. Yes. Um, because of YouTube. He basically owns YouTube. Um, and he will just like have these little competitions and he'll be like, I'll give you twenty five thousand dollars if you can make this shot. And no. he's just giving away money like crazy. An insane amount of money. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, if anybody needs a cup or a gun plastic dipped. <laughs> no. Seracote. <laughs> Seracote. It Cerakote. is a you cannot take it off once it's on. Yeah. It's uh, like it's like Baked into the steel. 
It Correct. changes the molecular structure <laughs> of, of the steel. steel. Yes. It's absolutely. unbelievable. Yeah. It changes stainless steel to never stained steel. Yeah. Well, Correct. kind of stained steel. <laughs> Always stained yes. steel. Yes. Forever stained. <laughs> That's funny. Right. So, um, David, what, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, right now, I... Uh, my Januaries, I try to not do anything. Yeah. Um, oh, that sounds like a wonderful time. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I'm doing all my side jobs right now. Um, I've got some networking stuff set up and uh, spending some time with the family before I start hauling in February, March. So yeah. No. So you you farm regularly, right? Sometimes. Is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So you farm, sharpen knives, look at guns, and network. Uh, network. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a regular Saturday for me. Yep. You're a regular networker? On Saturdays. Yeah. Just Only on, Saturdays. Yeah. That's I, what I'm saying. It sounds like a Saturday. Ethernet wire. We need to do some networking here. We, you really do. Yeah. You're no, right. I need your tiny little... <laughs> Gremlin hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to climb up in that attic. So uh, there's a guy at work that always calls me Burger King hands. <laughs> Because of the commercial <laughs> where the they football. had the Big Mac, and everybody was like, I've got these small hands. I can't hold the Big Mac. And they always said, I look like that guy because I've got these tiny little Do hands. you have tiny oh, hands? Oh, they're very small. Yeah. They're very small hands. You've never noticed this? I've never you've noticed. You've been around me for so long, and you've never noticed my midget hands? No, yeah, you do. Have the hands of oh, a child. Oh, my gosh, they're so small. <laughs> yes, they really do. Uh, yeah, so small hands. I'll crawl up in the attic and run the wire. Yeah, okay. Is there an, is there like an, an entrance? To the an attic? Access? Yeah. yeah. In this building? Yeah. Never noticed. In the bathroom. Mm, are you sure? You've just never been in the bathroom here. I have. Many times. I've crawled around the walls, <laughs> looked in things, peed in the corner. <laughs> Done a lot of stuff in that bathroom, Chris. <laughs> really? Never noticed an attic entrance. Well, there is. Mm. All right. Well, I'll get up there, but we have a... I'm glad nobody can see our jumbled mess of course. Oh yeah, it's disgusting. It's embarrassing that and you need to fix it. Um just so everybody's aware, we'll get to it, but we're doing top 10 Tom Cruise movies. Yeah. Tom How Cruise. did you arrive at this? I just was throwing out names. I was literally just throwing out names. We had talked about Tom Cruise before though, multiple times actually. And I don't know, I was just Did you hear about his recent meltdown on set? No. Oh, Where, I love this stuff. Oh, yeah, big time. And it was in, I think, in England. Do you got something that's making that, like, chatter? I don't. Let's Electrical noise. Um, he was at a set of, I don't know what, I think a Mission Impossible movie or something in England. And some of the guys that were, like, editing, you know, like, the dailies. Yeah. Didn't have their masks on. And he had a problem with that? He flipped out. I mean, he was cussing. He was screaming at them. And he was going on and on about how basically um, everything in the world revolves around what they're doing right now. And they're able to make movies because of the precautions they take. And the whole world depends on them for entertainment in these troubling times. Right. Just okay. way up there on his high horse. Yeah, he threatened to fire everybody. Yeah. If he sees them without it again, they are effing gone. Yeah, that's what he <laughs> really? said. Really? That's what he said? It doesn't look as bad as the Christian Bale tirade. I've seen the Christian Bale one, but for a while I thought that <laughs> oh, one was like set good up. good for you. <laughs> and how was it? 
Yeah, that was bad. That one's awesome, though. It's really good. I, I You have to understand, some of these guys, like, I, I can understand where you are doing your job and you have to be in a certain character and you're coming on set and, like, you're in a certain zone doing something and then randomly somebody like throws you off well, and you know, it would be aggravating. Like if you're in the middle of doing a project and all of a sudden a kid comes up and throws something on your laptop or the computer or something like out of this world happens, right? You could get aggravated from it. So for a little bit, I can understand it. But then looking from the outside, I'm just like, man, you look like a complete asshole. You right got, now. you have to be, um, number one risky business. Jay says, We'll see. We haven't. Well, we haven't started. We will see. You have to understand it from the fact of uh, really, really rich people that literally are being told every second of their life that they're the most important thing that right. ever happened. Here, and Tom Cruise, in his case, he's legitimately basically a god in his religion. Right. No, yeah, you are. <laughs> so That's, he's been deified he really by has. a lot of people. So here's a fun story that I saw today. Uh, about uh, Kevin Smith was it was when Kevin Smith was really big. It was like in the early nineties and um, like heavy set. And he was giving a speech at a podium. I don't know if he was at a college or what he was doing, but he's given this speech and he's talking about Prince. And he said that they were dealing with Prince and he was talking with Prince's manager and he had asked for something. And the lady came to him and said, you have to understand that Prince has been in, Prince world for quite a long time. And the way Prince thinks is not the same as you and I, he does not take in and process information the same way. He's not a normal human being anymore. And he's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, I'm just, it's a simple request. She said, here, let me give you an example. She said, we are in Minnesota. And yesterday Prince woke up at three in the morning and said to me, woke me up and said, it's three in the morning in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and I want a camel. And she's like, what? And he said, I would like to have a camel here now. And she's like, but it's three in the morning in Minnesota. This isn't even feasible to do at this time. And he said, that's your job to figure out. I, I, and I, then went back to bed. And she's like, what? What? Where do you find a camel at three in the morning in Minneapolis, Minnesota for Prince to look at? Like all he wanted to do was look at it. And they ended up getting a camel at the end of the week, but she got in big trouble because it took two days for her to get a camel there. I mean, I used to work for a person <laughs> very similar to that. Uh-huh. Does it end with John? <laughs> yeah. yeah <it> does. <laughs> okay. Um very much wild requests. And it's just like right Isn't now. Isn't that insane? Like I'm going to start making these requests in my life and see what happens. I just think, to Amy. I just think to my part wife. of it, uh, well, it won't work with your wife. I can tell you that right now. But no, it won't. you can make it of other people, especially people that are subordinate of you. Mm, that's yeah. true. And I think part of the master, you know, part of the mastering it is just being willing to, to not, be that ridiculous. Yeah, and just to not care about others' opinions. Right. That's the biggest thing. Like, you have to not care of someone's opinion of you. So he's so like Prince is so loved by so many that don't know him. The people that do know him, he cares nothing about because but, they don't matter. Yeah. But really. nobody know. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter now because he's dead. Right. But he died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. 
just but recently. Like towards the end of his career, I don't think he was like that well known anymore. Well, I mean, I think he was still well known. The Chappelle and I show think gave he, him a resurgence. Oh yeah, that's probably true. That is true. But, but I mean, he's he was like in the big music eighties. But in the music industry, I think people still held him at a certain standard. I like think it's really cool that he rose to the top of the top of stardom, and then just decided to build his compound out in. in Minnesota. In Minnesota of all He's places. Like, ah, that's where I'm from. I just that baffles me. I, I've never been a huge Prince fan myself. Didn't he do the soundtrack for like Batman? One of them. Yeah. The Did first he? Batman movie was a Prince soundtrack. I think. Yes, it was. Because of I remember them dancing in the street when they were doing the parade. That's a Prince song. Um he sings it. But all the rest of the songs, I guess I didn't realize. Well, Prince. I don't know about all of them, but he had the main song. Like the, the single from the Batman soundtrack was Prince. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the rest of the score was Danny 89. Elfman. But. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because it is the one that they're in the parade. He's like riding on a float, Jack Nicholson is, and like dancing around, you know, like he did. And then that's the song. Joel Schumacher got a hold of this series. He's like, we need Prince 2.0. Seal. (laughs) Yes, Seal. (laughs) And that launched his career. He was undiscovered. Big time. That launched it. Did you know that? That, I had the Seal CD. (laughs) But that was his first. In fourth grade, uh, Devin Hill let me borrow it. Um, Nice. Yeah. That was the first Seal. Like, that was his breakout, was Batman. No, I know. We've talked about it on the episode. You're not telling me anything new. Yes, of course we have. All right, Ian. We <laughs> sorry. Yeah. What is this seal episode all over again? <laughs> so no, I don't know. Ian really put it in our place a couple yeah. weeks ago. Really it's slapped me. our hand. That's why they call him Mean Gene? He was awfully mean at the time. He's supposed to be on the show too. He is. He won that. Yeah. Well, no, he didn't win that. That was part of our things to do for 2021, right? Or like our year end, like what do we want to do going forward? Was to let him on the show? Yeah, that was one of our. Uh, oh, wishes I thought he no, I thought show. he won it when when he got the like second place in Snarf Madness. Or How something. did you do in Snarf Madness? Not well. No. <laughs> oh no. Better better than Keith. Oh, oh, yeah. And if you want to know how bad Keith did. So, yeah, somewhere here we got a Keith's trophy that we still haven't given him. This is Keith's trophy. Uh, pretty soon you'll get this, Keith. Uh, at one point, it's a uh, toilet bowl with a goat on the back for our audio listeners. It's a pretty good, it's a pretty good trophy. Is yeah. it real gold? It's Absolutely. Re- okay. Yeah, 2,400 carat. Keith Pfeiffer, loser, snarf man this 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sucks to suck, you know? Yeah. That's what I've always said. It definitely does. Some days I get real down, and then I just think that I'm better than Keith. So, yeah. Oh, man. I, I do you that all and me the time. Both, <laughs> Every morning, I think of that like, man, I'm glad I wasn't Keith last, last year. I mean, there was a pandemic came through, and this is still worse. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, anywho. <laughs> so you got some news? David? Yeah. You got, you got any news? No. All right, I do. Um, <laughs> they released a synopsis of the new Lord of the Rings for Amazon. Did you know this? I did because I sent it to you. Did you? <laughs> no, you didn't send it to me. I saw it on, uh, on the interwebs. Okay. And then I posted it to our social media. Okay. I posted two different articles, actually. One article from Nerdist. 
talking about like a written synopsis and then I got uh, a video synopsis of it and I was like a lot of people don't like to read nowadays. I I'm going to post this the video. Really interesting because I sent you that via text message the synopsis and I did notice later that you posted it. You did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't ever remember even reading it, it or seeing matter. it. Huh. Anyway. Did you see the same articles that I posted? Uh yeah. I think oh, the man. article that you posted is the one that I sent you. Why wouldn't you post that to our entertainment, uh, you know. It's a really good question. Snarf Talk <laughs> website and or social media. Because <laughs> it is a very good article. It tells you everything that Lord of the Rings is going to be in uh, the Amazon world, which I don't even remember what it is. Do you? Yeah, I do. Oh. Um, Amazon only has the rights to the second age. Right. Before... The third age, which is where the movies take place, correct? Yeah, but the third age is like a thousand years old. So, um, okay, the the third age the that movies are like right at the end because the elves leave and it's the age of men and that's the fourth age, right? So it's like way before that. Um, I think the third age ends with the first war of, for the rings, the first battle that they show in. Um, in the movies as flashbacks, you know, when Isiliador right. so, kills uh, Sauron the first time. That's the end of the second age. So, But that's also like super long. So, But my guess is it's going to be the lead up to and the first war of the rings. Do you think, um, because I saw like a uh, an argumentative like article about how they're going full Game of Thrones with this series. Like a lot of nudity? No, like a lot of different. <laughs> I don't know. No, they they have said there's going to be no Hobbit nudity. No Hobbit nudity. Yeah, they literally had an article put Man. out that was no Hobbits are going Sam's to be. Sam's wife. She banging. She was. She's pretty good looking. Yeah. She's got a dump truck. I tell you, I have never seen any of the Lord. <laughs> You've of the never Rings. seen any of them. No. Are you? Well, serious? you got some snarf homework to do. Nah. Yes, you do. You would enjoy them. Jim, that I work with. Jim Bilmer. No, oh. uh, Hovey. Okay. He is obsessed with Lord of the Rings, watches at least once a week. And what do you mean, watches it once a week? He watches it's it? always on at his house. That's a lot of watching Lord of the Rings. That really he is. listens to the soundtrack. I, I have the soundtrack. Is it like really? soundscapes? Isn't it just a lot Gabe? of noise? Yeah. Like just a lot no, of random the, no, there's noises. It's a score. It's a score. I listen to a lot of soundtracks. I listen to Star Wars soundtracks all the time. Well, Star Wars, I can understand. The Lord of the Rings? Um, uh, yeah. I have it. I don't listen to it regularly, but hmm. I buy a lot of movie soundtracks. So it's not, not something you want to watch, it's not, huh? not my uh, cup of tea. What, what, why? Mm. What about it? I, I don't like fantasy. Man. Swords? You don't like no. swords? No. <laughs> sandals? <laughs> sandals. <laughs> I mean. You wear sandals all the time. Those are Crocs. <laughs> But Crocs are the same uh, thing. They are. Sorry about that. Except for Crocs, you can put in four-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, did you watch The Witcher? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Can't handle you, dude. Nope. I got I some news about that, too. handle you. Would you guys like me to leave? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. So, Remove yourself. explain your uh, nerd credentials, then. I, I'm the cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, okay. Nerd culture has become the cool culture, so that would make you uncool, then, right? Yeah. No, but you do nerd out about stuff, just oh, not necessarily stuff, yeah. uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I, 
I'm more on the uh, like guns. Not anymore. No. no, no, he's not a gun guy anymore. But I, you do. You're a, so you, ha, you do have a bit of an obsessive. Oh, absolutely. I, I like to. You find go down something. rabbit holes. Yes, and then you extremely obsess over them. Yep. And then you completely abandon them. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I get proficient. <laughs> Very. And then proficient. I go to the next thing. Yeah. It, which is fun because if you have a question about something that you're in at the time, he's already been in it two two years ago. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, I got everything that you would ever need." <laughs> or for if this, he hasn't, you to know that it. he will be into it, and then he will exhaust all resources of it. I've never had that happen yet, though. I've only been in the situation where I'd be like, "Man, I think this is really cool." He's like, "Oh, you like audio? Do you need cameras, microphones?" Also, audio I will platforms? let you know that I had all of this stuff prior. <laughs> that you need have here yeah. piled on the desk uh, to set up to record audio for. I, I remember this. Uh, Ronnie, band. Ronnie's band. Yeah, yeah. Oh. he so. was going to record for a band and produce them uh, back in the day when I was not a good husband and would travel around with a band and just do he, whatever I he wanted. Was an- ultimate groupie i was <laughs> i was but neither of you were in this band no 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 not i mean I you were the sound them. guy yeah you had and you were the sound guy <laughs> i but. was in a band in high school and we had a sound guy do you remember eric anderson no yes yeah i am related really yes oh that's it's his brother me that yeah. he's from like north of seneca I think. Mm-hmm. it's the only brother he's ever had <laughs> well and his brother curtis oh right <laughs> Oh, I didn't know he was your yeah. brother, too. Yeah. Ugh, that's he joined the military. The yes, he did. He was a military man. Oh, I like him better, then. Yeah. Yep. I think, yeah, I think he stayed in for a while. Uh, he was home for a while working at Casey's in town. Oh. And uh, Wait a minute. Curtis Anderson. My class. I know him. Yeah. Now I remember all of this. He, I don't remember. I don't know Eric, but I know... Eric was well, older. that's because you're young. I yes. am. Small child. Just young. <laughs> much younger than all of you. A seasoned veteran. So far from death compared to you two. <laughs> it's amazing. I actually, me and him actually hung out in high school. You were just a wee little lad. I know. Doing my own thing, living the best life. We actually share a birthday. Chris you do? I, yeah. yeah. You so. do share a birthday. I forgot all about Basically that. Basically Because I text both of you on the same day because I remember that. That's the only reason. It's the only reason I text any of you. I got this one time a year I could knock out two birthdays at once. <laughs> I don't remember my wife's. Actually, I don't remember my kids. But. And my cousin, my cousin has the same birthday as you too. So I, I send no two of my cousins. So I send four text messages on the same day to four different people. Me and uh, David also share another strong bond. You, I will tell you this. You do. It's in, your shoe size. No, in high school socks. We had uh, basically the same vehicle. Yes. Not exactly. I had a Mercury Cougar. With the five liter. Oh. Or yours was the four six or no, mine was the four six. Yeah, see I had the three eight. I remember your cougar. Super, no. no, he had a Thunderbird. Thunderbird. But they're basically the, they're same, the same car. Part. Okay. I was gonna say, because I thought yours was a cougar. Nope. He had the cougar, which was a oh. burnout machine. Yeah. And then I had the Thunderbird. Diamond studded cougar. That's what we called it. Diamond studded <laughs> cougar. And, and I had the Wonderbird, as I like to call it. Okay. Yeah, they were they were the same vehicle, um, except they had a little bit of different. Like the rear window was a little different. Yours yeah. was sloped, and mine was straight. Yep, love that car. I had that car until I was like twenty four. I still have mine. Really? Yes. You do? Yes. So I sold mine I didn't to. Know that? I sold mine to a guy that worked for me um, at the time. Okay. And 
you know, whatever he used it. And he would only be, he was only working here like nine months out of the year. And then in the off season, he'd go back to Mexico, but didn't come back. And so I would store it here mm-hmm. anyway. So he had it for like four years after I sold it to him. And then he, it kind of just eventually took a shit. Yeah. And he took it to the junkyard and got 500 bucks out of it. And then two years later, I see it driving around Morris. No yeah, way. Yeah, I swear to God. Somebody bought it Diamonds, out of the junkyard? Yeah, somebody bought it from the Coal City junkyard. Or one of the employees at the junkyard. Whatever. They're like, look at this. Somebody <laughs> threw this diamond in the rough. <laughs> this diamond studded cougar. It's mint. <laughs> so that happened to my truck in Verona. I wrecked my uh, two-wheel drive, standard cab, short bed, Dodge Ram. It had a sweet paint job. It did have a sweet paint job. Well... What happened to that paint job is it was it was okay, but then a bunch of girls from high school thought they'd go around playing pranks on people and like mark up people's vehicles and stuff when they weren't like around, and they put nair all over the hood of my truck. That seems legit. Yeah, well, it ate all of the paint off the, <laughs> my hood of this truck, and it made like swirls and took the top coat off. It ruined the hood of my truck. I mean, it was already going bad, but it made it much worse so that happened to a guy not that not the nair situation yeah but something similar happened recently to a guy that works for me as a prank some of his friends put baloney or something or cheese oh that will baloney all, will eat holes in your clear coat put it no put it all over the windshield and animals got up and scratched <laughs> all the paint like the like dog like their dogs and then i like raccoons and shit yeah. and just just deep gashes in the hood and all the paint is completely wrecked oh my gosh yeah well they did that so then um i wrecked that truck i rear-ended a guy cuz i was singing dio i was going to no joke dio I was, has rocked i was for going a long long time he he was rocking then i was singing um uh, not Rainbow in the Dark, but... Uh, Holy Diver. Holy Diver, yeah. <laughs> I was singing Holy Diver with Mr. Sean Johnson and Molly. Uh, Kaminsky? Yes. She was in the middle. Sean was on the other side. We're singing Holy Diver. I didn't break when I should have braked. <laughs> and I rear-ended a guy. Also hit a double mailbox that shattered my windshield. Rear-ended this guy, and it busted everything in the front of my truck. The driver's side tire wouldn't turn anymore. And I started leaking oil real bad. Didn't know I was leaking oil. I drove it all the way back from Stavanger because I was at the I was at Prairie Creek Golf Course, basically. Prairie Lakes. Prairie Lakes, yeah. He was turning in to go to work, and I rear-ended him. The guy screamed at me because he just got his brakes fixed, and <laughs> he was so mad. Um, anyway, I drove it home because I thought it was fine. And my dad, I called my parents on the way home, told them about it. And my dad's like, "Is it leaking oil or anything?" I said, "No, all of that's fine." He's like, all right, put it in the garage, and we'll look at it in the morning. I put it in the garage, and we go back in the morning, and there's oil covered the whole floor. And so my dad was mad, obviously. (laughs) And then he's like, we can't fix any of this. It's junk. We're taking it to the junkyard. So we towed it up to the junkyard, and it was probably two weeks later, uptown Verona. A guy was driving my truck around. I tell you what, I mean, the problem is it wasn't a Cougar, because I totaled that car three times, and then had like four or five other fender benders. Rock and roll. (laughs) That thing was mint. I would just go to the junkyard, get new parts, put them on, rock and roll. What I didn't tell you that is like, so what I was going to buy 
I, we were on our way to a costume shop in Ottawa, and I was going to buy a Batman cowl. <laughs> that was the whole reason we were on the road. That's the whole reason why we were going there. It was almost Halloween, and I was like, I have to have a Batman cowl. Like the original Michael Keaton 1989 Batman cowl. I needed to get that. So I got in a wreck, but then the next day I went back, and I did get that cowl. So who you even went back? Oh yeah, I went back. <laughs> uh, Jay says, "Not sure if David remembers, but he painted an awesome picture of the twins from the movie The Shining." You still doing paintings? I haven't been doing paintings lately. Um, you were doing uh, the stencil art. Yeah, yeah he's talking about the stencil, yeah, stencil yep, art because that. Nate had or Nate had them, or Nate yeah. told Jay there's, you did a Boba Fett one for me. Yeah, it, there, sweet. it one, used to be hanging up here. Yeah, it's hanging at my house now in my little where my comics are. And Amy and I have one of Grady. That was the first one I ever did. Yeah. So I know. I have it I, written on there. And then Kyle said, first good thing it wasn't my car. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't, but it was his uh, girlfriend's car. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good to know. Um, yeah, anyway. So anyway, that's... Uh, so Lord of the Rings is happening <laughs> on Amazon, and they gave, they put out a synopsis of that. Um, I got a piece of news. Okay, go for it. Netflix... Um, one of my favorite stocks that I've owned, which I've owned for a while now, just exploded. It did? It just 20% in one day. So you can quit? At like a huge earnings report. So you can quit everything and we can just sink a bunch of money in this Not podcast. that. I don't have that much in it. Um, but they blew up. Do you know why? Because they just crossed 200 million subscribers. Is that a lot? Yes. Okay. Uh, Disney Plus has like 80 which is still a they lot. do, but that was in the first like in one year. year. <laughs> Two hundred million subscribers. They raise their prices at the same time. They've is their price raised? Yeah, they raised it the other day to thirteen ninety nine a month. I can't afford that. Seventeen ninety nine if you want four screens and and four uh, K. We don't want that anyway. And uh, so that's a new pricing structure. So they raised that, and their earnings were way up. Two hundred million subscribers, and then also um, they are not borrowing any money anymore. They're going to be able to, at this point, they're making enough revenue to be completely self-financed. They are wow. an economy. They are an economy of entertainment. They are the number one, basically, entertainment company that exists right now. Really? Yeah. So I just heard this about Amazon as well, is that Amazon just recently bought 11 new planes. And with the purchase of their 11 new planes, it gave them 88 planes in total. And now they are... S- completely self-supported on transportation and transportation was their only outsourced cost. That's crazy. So now they can completely uh, control all delivery of their packages without relying on anybody else. So now Amazon is also going to buy the world. Um, so do you, on the Netflix thing, yeah. which is what we were talking about. Yes. Um, but Amazon's bigger. On so. the back uh so... Obviously, there's a lot of talk on Disney about all the Marvel stuff and the Star Wars stuff. Yes. They had their big day. We need to their talk big about hoopla. That stuff. Well, Netflix just kind of, at their earnings report, just kind of shit all over it because... Really? Um, they basically came out and said, like, that's fine, Disney. You make your cute little kids entertainment. We're going to keep making these gigantic, massive hits that adults are watching. Um, but their movies don't do anything. Their movies are shit, but their series... And they just, you know, recently released one of their biggest ever, which was Bridgerton. Right. Um, which I don't understand. It wasn't their biggest ever. Their biggest ever is The Witcher. 
It which is? just blown every other streaming show that ever it had. I didn't know this. 75 million. They, they measure it by like the first four weeks. Okay. 75 million um, streams. Streams. Really? That a stream is like anything over five minutes. That, no, they're talking about 75 million people. So they're, they don't count per episode. It's like if one person watched it for more than five minutes, no matter how many episodes they watched, that counts as one. And they, they okay. got 75 million for Witcher. Bridgerton was about 60 million, uh, which was also recently be- beat by a new release, which was Lupin, which I haven't watched. I haven't watched that either. It's I like haven't a, even heard of that. Um, it's their second biggest show of the year. Lupin? Yeah. Like L U P I N? Yeah. Lupin. And then Tiger King was obviously huge. And there's a whole host of other ones not to be outdone by the number one streaming show of the year, which was The Office, which was on Netflix as well. So that is insane to me that The Office is still the number one streaming show. Well, and the number one original show, which was Ozark. So they're just knocking it out. I mean, they're just blowing it out of the water. And and Stranger Things was number uh, three behind uh, Witcher. But my question. Out of all of this, and I, I said this last week, is that so regardless of people streaming these shows, you can have as many streamed hours of content that you want or minutes of content that you want. You're not gaining any money out of that. You have the subscription. You already have the subscription. You don't need to get any views from the people that are subscribing to still gain their money. So therefore, why are they basing all of these numbers as if it's something that no. is getting them money? And that's the point of what this, why their stock is blowing up right now and that earnings report is because they've added 20 million subscribers in 2020. Which is good, but Disney did 80. Well, I mean, from zero. Exactly. But, but, I'm, but if you're, going from if you're saying a percentage million wise, 200 million was a big deal. I, Yes, it would be a big deal, and I understand that. But percentage-wise, I mean, Disney has blown up more than Absolutely. what Netflix has in the last year, obviously. And I understand it's a new platform, and they're coming out with content that people have wanted for a long time. This next year for Disney is what's really going to you know, kind of benchmark what Absolutely. they're going to the do. The next couple that, years, yeah. Yeah, the next couple of years are really going to set the tone of but they're who's very, going to come ahead of who. I think what Netflix is saying, and, and this is very much the situation with Disney, they're, all their eggs are in the basket of Marvel and Star Wars. I don't think that's a bad place to sit. No, it's great. It's great. But <laughs> there's can, a hell of a lot of people that want to watch Bridgerton. You're right. But you know, there's, there's a hell of a lot of people that want to watch... Money Heist, their number two show. I understand, but which Dis- I've never even heard of. I've heard yeah. of it. I, I, I've, I've seen it while scrolling. But. Yeah, I've Tiger seen it King. Too. You know, uh, The Witcher, uh, The Queen's Gambit was gigantic. I you get know, it. They have all adult-oriented content, content that isn't superheroes and Star Wars, basically. But I think Disney is. I mean, Disney is still coming, gonna come out with Disney type shows and different animated and still stuff. rock and roll and rock and roll with all of the family oriented content plus of the plus the Marvel plus the Star Wars plus. Oh, listen, Jay. I know Disney stock is up. Trust me, I own a hell of a lot more Disney stock than I own Netflix stock. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I put You're all my eggs guy. in the Disney basket, and it's it's done very well. You're but, just offsetting corn and bean prices today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was oh. a crash day today. <laughs> was it really? I'm bad. sorry. Temporary. Yeah, but bad. Um, I'm hoping. I, I don't think. I don't think Netflix should shit on anything Disney's doing. I think Netflix. You've got to understand. Netflix has what 
10 years ahead of Disney Plus? 11, 12 years ahead of Disney Plus? Long time, yeah. I mean, since 2009 or 10. And the innovator. But you know, what's interesting with Netflix is usually the innovators and the, the first to market, they're usually the ones that are superseded. Usually, yes. It hasn't been the case with Netflix. Not as of yet, but I, mean, I the do one think we're going to see it happen. The I one, think either the one Amazon failing, or Disney is going to supersede Netflix. I well, really do. Amazon, I believe, is already bigger than both because of Amazon Prime memberships. Exactly. But so that's that alone, a default. But, but a lot of people still aren't watching Amazon Prime. It, Which, but that's my point. That. That's my point is that you don't... What? It doesn't I, matter. There's a lot of good stuff on Amazon right Oh, it's now. amazing. Incredible. But the other thing that Amazon has in its basket is there's only two options. I mean, three legitimate options for... They, they control the devices, right? They yeah. control the Amazon Fire Sticks. There's, then there's Roku and Apple. Right. And Apple's got a minuscule share. Yeah, that's of not, that market. They don't have anything. <laughs> hey, Are I know you an Apple TV yeah. guy. I know some other people that, that got it, but to be honest, I mean, they're they're, I mean, less than ten percent of the share. Well, probably. let me ask you though, how do you feel about Apple TV? I've never had with it. The I new mean, OS is really nice with the Apple TV Plus. So you can still get the Amazon Prime. And, yes, everything. Uh, but you can. It's nice. It's kind of like the Roku because we have a couple Rokus also that you can search the name of a title. Uh-huh. And it will tell you where you can watch it and for what price and or if it's free or not. Yeah, Amazon so, does that too, though. I, see, I had a Fire Stick right at the beginning. Yeah, I'm they're better f- now. I'm not a fan of my Fire Sticks at all. I'll tell you straight away, and I've said this before, Roku is better than Fire Stick. The Roku Ultra is incredible. Yeah. And but, that's what I keep hearing. But the, like, new, the new updates on the Fire Sticks now, if you search the thing, it'll say it's available on Netflix or HBO or wherever. The interface of the Fire Stick is lags so terribly for me on every TV that I have. Yeah, but on. you just have the cheap ones. I have the like more expensive. He has the DVR one, didn't I you? I do have yeah. the DVR one. Yeah. I I bought them off of uh like a- Amazon Prime Day. Yeah. I don't for $20. know $20. But they were Prime it was Prime Day, but it was the more expensive version for a cheaper amount of money. But it's still the stick. They make a Fire TV, which is a better oh, product. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have that. But I do have that that black box thing that I never use. That is garbage. It really is. I don't. Well, I asked you about it, and you said it was garbage. I would yeah. never suggest it to anybody, and I thought it was going to be my saving grace. I thought it was going to be like, this is where it's at. And, man, I really... Channel Master DVR, that's what you need. Okay. hooks to an antenna, you're, you're solid. Really? Mm-hmm. Write that down. Remind me after the show because I'll forget. Told you like 300 times. And <laughs> and I have forgotten every single one of those times. All right, more news because we got Tom Cruise stuff and we're running out of time. You're right. So second little piece of news that I have is that uh, Spider-Man 3 started filming again and they started filming outside. And since they started filming outside, uh, I, th- I believe it was in Vancouver. Where the corona doesn't exist. Uh, right. It doesn't exist there at all. Uh, people are watching, right? There's eyes all around watching things, and they have spotted Charlie Cox, who was who? Daredevil. Daredevil himself in the Netflix TV show. And I also heard a little rumor that Elizabeth Olsen... I didn't hear that one. ...has said that she has a role in Spider-Man 3. So there, Kevin Feige and anybody else, nobody has said that Daredevil was going to be involved with Spider-Man 3. There has been speculation... Uh, but now they have literally seen and have pictures of Charlie Cox walking in and around their sets. They haven't got any video or pictures of him filming, but he was there. 
when they were filming. You but can little do you know, he actually lives in Vancouver. Maybe he does. I don't know. He he's, was just walking to Starbucks. He's Jerry. pretty hardcore British. Um, so I think he lives in London. You're just assuming that. And British just, people live everywhere. And you're just assuming he lives in Vancouver. <laughs> no, I know he lives in Vancouver. No, you don't. I Fact checker. <laughs> Look at that Chris up. is right. Um, but born, anyway, born and raised in Vancouver, actually. The, no, the right. accent is fake. Um, so yeah, Charlie Cox was there. He's an actor. Hopefully, he lives in Connecticut. <laughs> That's okay. the truth. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Of course he would. In the Hamptons. Connecticut. It's that the Hamptons. Connecticut is such a shithole. The Hamptons is in New York. Oh, that's close. <laughs> so hopefully we see. I don't know a if that's Daredevil. true. By the way, I just said that. Oh, I don't right. have no idea if that's true. But I did watch this show about the Hamptons called Royal Pains. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah, love yeah. that show. It's a very good and show. And our good buddy was in that. Who? Uh, fucking the Fonz. Henry Winkler. Yeah. Remember you high five buddy? Well, you high fived <laughs> like, him. I high fived him and told him, "Don't jump the shark." That's, I'm sure, like, he's never heard that before. I know. Either. I'm pretty sure we no, are. Oh, he not gave him a dirty buddies. look. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we are not good look. buddies because of that. He's notoriously like a very nice person, and you managed to piss him off. Oh yeah, him and Billy Zane all oh, on the same day. Dude, Billy Zane's a dick. You have yep. no idea. Yep, he certainly. <laughs> Nobody is. in the world has ever pissed off Billy Zane more than Gary. <laughs> And it would just kept compounding. It was amazing. <laughs> and I'm just sitting here watching it because I wasn't blackout drunk. <laughs> Neither was I. I remember it. <laughs> I remember all of it. Anyway, I'm just watching it on the sidelines and just the needling. It was of something. Billy Zay. <laughs> it was something. Uh, you really didn't do anything. I didn't feel like I did too much. You really didn't. I mean, the whole bitch thing kind of did. You did call him a bitch. <laughs> That didn't really go over too well, but I mean, I high-fived him. I hey, told I got him. an idea. I have all of that on video, and I have video of interviews with you after the Billy Zane incident. That's Patreon only. And we're going to release it on Patreon only. Okay. Patreon.com slash Snarf Comics. If you subscribe, you will get to see this video content. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to tell you, it's hilarious, and it's great because you chased him. Remember? I oh, I do remember this. Yes. I chased him. And well, they laughed. You videotaped that? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. They laughed, and they <laughs> went to the wrong door, and they couldn't get out, so they had to they walk back, back. And then you chased him, and then you jump high-fived him. <laughs> I know. I did. So I, they were walking away from us, and I kept saying, Billy, Billy, and I'm running after him. And then that's when they turned around, and I thought, oh, no. Like... I thought they're like, you thought his Billy guys. Jane was going to kick your ass. <laughs> I did. I really did. I was like, I'm fully committed now. There's no turning back because I'm sprinting towards this man. <laughs> and I thought like they were going to tackle me down. Um, Turns out but he's not a security level celebrity. Yeah, he really isn't no. because I jumped. He's just like uh, 40 year old women ushering <laughs> to tell him where his sandwich <laughs> yes. sandwiches he's are. He's also t- <laughs> obviously much taller than I am. Um, so me jumping was just him and sticking in, his hand up in the air. And in better shape. Yeah, probably, yeah. Um, so me jumping is just him sticking his hand up like this, like right above his head. And we high-fived. And this this is just, legitimately 15 minutes after the whole incident where Jerry and him got into it. And But by the way... He seemed we, to have no memory of that. He did not want any part of taking a picture with us because we did the Titanic pose with yeah. us. Like, I was out with my arms out like Rose. Um, well, I, okay. Chris was... First of all, back up. The Jack. reason you want to take the picture with us 
is because we were bartering. We were bartering and saying that his picture was not worth $50. Because it wasn't. Like legitimately <laughs> to his handler with him sitting right there. We're yeah. like, Billy Zane's not worth that. <laughs> <laughs> and he turned around and said, listen, we're not bartering about how much the price is. Like the price is the price and this is what you're going to pay. And we're like, all right, I guess this is what we're paying then. Because <laughs> we just but wanted no. to be... I, we were trying to get him to take a picture with a picture. I know, but <laughs> not with us. With us. But that's with us. why we were bartering because we didn't oh, want to pay right. to get to our pictures. We wanted him to take a picture with our picture. The the caricature. The caricature. Yes. <laughs> and I don't feel like that was worth fifty dollars. I, I agree with you. I felt you're like it was worth thirty dollars. Yeah, you're the one who started this. I was just ready to pay the price and go for it. And you're like, no, this is. It's, they shouldn't charge us $50. I mean, to pay you took it this. to next level when you said, if you're going to tell me that you didn't want to pay that much, I'm going to be all on board and we're going to do this thing the right way. And it wasn't necessarily the right way <laughs> at the time, but it worked out for a great story. Yeah. I tell so you what, if you want to go on patreon.com slash snarf comics, I will release the video of the, the after, after interviews. I need to screen this as prior Jerry's to like out of breath. He's like, <laughs> We just ran into Billy's hand. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the after interviews. Um, I also got video of We him. videotaped a lot. I also got videotape of him at the army booth doing pull-ups and then trying to like put it into the face of the army dude that was working the pull-up station <laughs> about how much of a badass he was. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty badass that day. Um so Charlie Cox, uh, he played Daredevil, and yeah. he is going to be in Spider-Man 3. What the speculation is, is that there is going to be no Daredevil with, within the show at all, like in that movie, but he, Matt Murdock, may be his attorney Got it for the whole deal at the end of... If there's no Foggy Nelson, I'm out. There's no talk of that. As of yet, but if you put Matt Murdock and as his attorney, drug addicted Karen Page is in there, I'm out. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like drug addicted Karen Page. She plays a big role in Daredevil. Chris, she was a hooker for a while. She hooked. She did a hook. <laughs> um, so I think it would be really cool for Matt Murdock to be his attorney after, like, you know, at the end of the second Spider-Man movie, they basically release that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And so I think they're going to be like suing people or trying. Did you to... watch Daredevil? Nope. <clears throat> I have no credentials you to be on this show. You haven't seen Daredevil on Netflix? <laughs> hey, uh, so, no, I have not. You would love it. You would like it. This fall, did I, or was it spring? I don't remember. I asked Jerry, I said, okay, I haven't, I was like Tim McDonald. I had not seen any comic book movies. Right. So I said, where do I start? I watched everyone through and through. Mm-hmm. I liked them all except Captain America. That was a dumpster fire. I hated it. Which one? The- all of them. I hate Captain America. <sighs> Stop. First off, it's like well known that Winter Soldier is one of the number one. Yeah. It really is. No, MCU thanks. movies. No, thanks. I don't like him. You don't oh like my gosh. the character? Because I feel like he wasn't even the, really the main character of Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is completely different than the rest of the MCU okay, movies. Okay, well, I have so. to go back and watch that one. But that, like he's spy. also really not the main character of Civil War. That's like an Avengers movie, basically. And well, The first is, Avenger was garbage. The first Avenger is not a good movie. No, I would agree not. with you on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't, maybe I didn't give it a great chance, but I was not a fan. So you don't like the character because... 
you don't like Chris Evans, or he's no, just like too Chris much Evans. of a Boy Scout? He's and Scott Pilgrim. I love Chris Evans. It's one of the best roles ever. The only thing yeah, uh, that is very good. I, I like do Scott like Chris Pilgrim. Evans. However, it's like the politicalness of Chris Evans is really wearing on me. I don't know anything don't, about him. Like, I don't really. Either. I don't really care. But he's like the biggest, like most outspoken, really political person, and it's just. I don't ever just, pay attention to it. No. I guess I didn't know that he was that way. Yeah. Do you remember Chris Evans from Not Another Teen Movie? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Of course. That I, I those are the that, roles that I were quote that movie all the time, Four. and nobody understands it. He was the in the original. He's been Fantastic in uh, several comic book movies: Scott Pilgrim, Fantastic Four, the MCU. But there's an, there's another one I'm forgetting. Mm, I don't think there was another one. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, that that's, you should watch Daredevil. You would really enjoy that because uh, they're completely Vincent different. Vincent D'Onofrio plays the kingpin. And this is, uh, at least in season one especially, it's the, the show is about the villain. It okay. is. It's not about Daredevil, really. I watched Punisher, and I liked it. Oh, yeah. You would oh, like this. Oh, this is way better. Now, season two of Daredevil is not great, but okay. season three was very good. One and three are the best two seasons of Daredevil. Season one of Daredevil is, is a fucking tour de force of It uh, really is. It's like television. the best television that's been on. I mean, it is so... Good. And only because of Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. He's such a interesting I, villain. I agree, but that's not the only reason. I think the character development of Matt Murdock himself is very good, coming from nothing and then like trying to be this thing. Um, I like to see that development. And the raw of the choreography is the intense. whole all of it is just yeah, very raw and brutal. And then that's where you get like the Punisher out of that too. The Punisher is super intense and brutal. I, and I also absolutely loved uh, season one of Jessica Jones. Did you watch that? Nope. Oh, yeah. You got to watch Jessica Jones. I, I've, I've been very honest with you guys that I don't do a lot of comic book stuff. I, yeah, the but, only reason I have I'm is because of honest. your... Those Netflix shows are not very comic booky. No, they aren't. They're based on it, but um, it's not the same. They brought it more to life, like real more life. More to street level, real for, life. For especially Jessica Jones. Eight is the number of comic book movies Chris Evans has been in. Eight? Eight. What? Well, but a bunch of them are MCU movies. The Losers. He played Jensen. Oh, yeah. The Losers. Yeah. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, he was in Snowpiercer. Oh, yeah. Oh. I've been wanting to watch that. That's a series now, right? I it believe turned so. into on a series, HBO. but it came out as a movie first. Yes, but it's a series on HBO, and it looks really good. I okay, watch I didn't it. see that. He uh, played Loki. In the MCU, that might have been in like an all, like in uh, Thor: Dark World. Yes, but I don't remember because Matt Damon played Thor for like a second in like a stage play. Yes, it might have been a situation okay. like that. Nick Grant in Push, which was a good movie. I liked that movie. Push. Yeah, that's where he hit, like power yeah, him. it was fine. It wasn't good. I don't remember it. Uh, Casey Jones in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He was the voice. In one of the animated shows, yeah. Okay. The movie. Movie. Other than that, we talked about him. Hmm. All right. I got one more little piece of news. Do you have anything else? No. Um, so a show that I absolutely love that you refuse to watch is Peaky Blinders. So oh, yeah. I don't care one bit about it. I think it's terrible. You're absolutely wrong. <laughs> um, and it's final have you seen season. It? Nope. <laughs> you should. I, yeah, I don't understand how people can't like this show. It is so good. I uh, see you and Sarah Tafe talking about oh, it all yeah. the time. She or loves Sarah it too. Punky. 
punkies love it. There are so many people that love this show and I don't understand how you can't. It's brutal. It's got a lot of drama. It's got a lot of heart. It's got comedy. It's like so good. I don't get it. Uh, Thomas Shelby is the greatest character of all time. Anyway, there's one more season that is going to be uh, made. Stephen Knight is the creator of this show, and he said that he's got one more season in the books. Uh, that will be season six, and then after season six, he's immediately going to come out with a movie. A two-hour movie will finish up the series, um, and that's where it'll end, and it makes me really excited because watching the seasons is one thing, but I think a movie, to cap it all off, will just be a cherry on top, my friend. It's supposed to end at with raid sirens for World War II. So it ended with, or it started with like the end of World War I. Uh, they were battling like the French army and this guy was like a tunnel rat, basically. Like he, Thomas Shelby and his brothers like went through tunnels and just like blew them up and had combat that way. And they are super screwed up because of it. Uh, and it just follows them throughout their life as these gangsters, mobsters in England. And it's supposed to end with raid sirens. All right. Here's the deal. I think it's really cool. I will watch Peaky Blinders. Season one takes a little work. Season two builds up. I'm going to make you a deal. So good. I will watch Peaky Blinders. If you watch Cobra Kai. Okay. Yeah. Deal. Season at a time. I only have three seasons. I only have like a two and a half seasons to go. Okay, well, that's the deal I'm making you. All right, that's easy enough. I can do that. I've tried Peaky Blinders, but I've only gotten to the second episode. Uh, then you haven't tried. I've tried. Just the second episode, and you're going to judge the entire series because of two episodes? It doesn't bring me in. Something's got to grab me, you know? Oh, I felt like the gosh. same way about Altered Carbon. It doesn't grab me. It, this is going to grab you. I, I just don't know how it can. Have you, you grabbed that? Amy? Uh, Peak Blinders? No. Altered Carbon was... I couldn't get into that either. No. I was the same way. I couldn't Everybody get into told us when we started yeah. this show, they're like, oh, you got to watch Altered Carbon. I've tried three separate times to watch that. And I, I did too. got further into the first season. And I, I can't do it. Oh, I watched eight episodes of the first season. I think which is like two episodes from the end or maybe the first whole season. And I... None of it grabbed me. I didn't really care about any of it. So many people enjoy it. It just wasn't for me. This, I think you would enjoy so much more. You just have to give it time. Yeah. You tried to do the same thing with Penny Dreadful, and I couldn't get into that either. Well, I lost. I lost my way on that. I only saw the first two seasons and didn't really care for it after well, that. Well, it's people are still into that. I didn't even know it was still a thing. Yeah, I think they just... Said they're going to have another season. It was just the first two seasons that I somewhat enjoyed. The first season I really enjoyed. The second season of Penny Dreadful was like, okay. Uh, Peaky Blinders, every season has gotten better than the last. Um, they, the Like I said, the first season was a bit of a sit for me even, and it took me literally two years to get back into the show. Um, and then I got back in the show and had three more seasons to watch. Watched those three seasons really fast. Waited like it's so one unfair winter, though and then that I got to watch a heavy show like Peaky Blinders and you get to watch the brilliance of Cobra Kai. Well, I didn't make the terms. Have you seen Cobra Kai? Yeah. Oh, it's so great, well, isn't it? I'm not all the way through season three. Yeah, but season three's drags. How, oh, I'm bit. loving it. How do you? It's it's good. How do you feel? What's your take on it? Oh, I love, you it. love it. Yeah. To the point of where Chris is like ready to. 
drop everything, give up his life, and just submit and himself to Cobra Johnny Kai. Lawrence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> does he come with the banquet beers or no? Oh, yeah. Of course he does. <laughs> he drinks no. banquet beers. It's a great. They are very good. And he orders them, and he says, I want a banquet beer. Oh, he orders them that yes. way? Yeah, dude. Wow. He's like the ultimate... Johnny Lawrence's character, I feel like... Is the ultimate Grundy County yes. <laughs> guy. <laughs> yes, he, it feels like... Uh, He's like from Grundy, LaSalle, I Livingston just, let's County. Let's put it this way. I recognize him in myself and a lot of the people that I know. Absolutely. He, he has seen his shit. Yeah. He has lived a pretty tough life, but he's constantly striving to do better. Yeah. Even if it means he's doing it in a shitty way, but he, like, <laughs> he, he thinks he's doing awesome. Yeah. Like he's a lovable fuck up, <laughs> but I just mean more so. I mean, if there's nothing that describes you, it's that. <laughs> well, I just mean some, some more in like he is no bullshit. Like cut the bullshit. Yeah. He's know? not politically correct. Not politically correct. He doesn't Give me care. a banquet beer. Neither. Like, don't we don't need to talk about our feelings. Right. You know? What are those? <laughs> it's a great show. We don't need to hug. We need to sweep the leg, Johnny. Yeah. Right? Well, no, I mean. Not anymore. Oh, we don't do so, that anymore? Do you agree with me on, uh, I, I talked to him. I, I don't know if you saw the episode, but we were talking about it. I said, season three, the biggest problem I have is I'm not a huge fan of the Crease character. I don't like Crease either. It's and it's forced. not that I don't like him because he's the villain. I just don't like him because I just don't think he's a good character. It's forced. It's, it's yes, it's t- and it's taking away from the nuance of the show. Mm-hmm. The they are trying very hard to bring the nostalgia back, even though they already have it, and they don't need to. I know, and that's like I today uh, I had it on in the background when I was working in my barn, and uh, you have a barn. I have a barn. Wow, you are a farmer. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm actually building an office in the barn. Nice, but. Can your goats come in and out of the I office? I have a window <laughs> that looks from the office into the goat pen. Uh, it would be cool if you made a little door so it they would. could just no. come in. Or at least stick their head in and you can feed them. Goats are fun. You can feed them your used cans because goats eat cans. So I went out to change your water the other night, and there was a Michelob uh, Ultra can <laughs> in their water bucket. Whoopsies. It's, yep. a, it's a toy. Yes. Um, Sharpens their teeth. No, the uh, I can't think of her name right now, but the female uh, lead from the original Karate Kid, uh, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, what's her name in the show though? I don't know, um, but I know. Yeah, she, she just came back and went to. You're supposed to be the fact checker. I know. Went to lunch <laughs> with Johnny, and that's where I'm at. And like, oh. she, she didn't need to come back. Like it. Just wait on that. Okay, because I like I like Miguel's mom. I think she's a good wait on that gal. You're gonna have a. Good experience. Mm. Okay. That. The end of the season is good, better. That's why I'm telling you the end of the season improved. The beginning of the season, there was some of those types of things. I thought the same thing as you. It all resolves at the end. Mm-hmm. And it, it's in a good way. Yeah. The, the, the Kreese character is... And I'm getting kind of sick of Hawk, too. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. I'm done with that kid. Yeah. But, again... Wait till the end of the season. Things Wait, resolve. Wait, is Hawk the main kid? No. no. Oh, all right. Miguel is the main kid. Oh, all right. Hawk was like his friend, and then he gets all into Cobra Kai, and then he gets a mohawk. Oh, okay. okay. So Johnny. Is it Red Tail or? 
No, it's Cooper's. a red hawk. Okay. Red mohawk. Red, red tail yeah. hawk. Okay. No. I get it. Johnny takes these kids in, opens Cobra Kai. Yes. They come in, they're a bunch of losers. Of course they are. So he starts just bashing them. He's from the 80s, man. He yeah. doesn't suffer no losers. Yeah, we yeah. don't play He doesn't want games. losers in his dojo, but he doesn't have any options. Right. He, so he's got to build these losers up mm-hmm. to be not yep. losers. So he tells this kid to cut his hair or something. This so guy has a, what do you call that? A hair lip. Yeah, a, a canker cleft sore. palate. Canker sore? No, a cleft oh. palate. <laughs> okay. Cold sore? Not a hair lip. You can't say that. That's so hair bad. Is, no, it isn't. That's you, No, you can't say that. You okay. can't say hair lip? No, it's a cleft palate. Oh, no, man. that's internal. No. Am I wrong? No, I think you're right. A cl- but I think they're the same thing. Cleft palate and hair lip are the same thing. Yeah, right? I think uh, hair lip is, right. though, not politically correct. It's like a derogatory term. Well, yeah. I apologize. Yes, that is, is my, definitely... I don't... I do not speak for Snarf Talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go, go ahead. Cleft but, palate, so hair lip, whatever. He, Johnny tells him, like, toughen up. Yeah. He gets a mohawk. He gets a giant tattoo. He's a senior in high school or a sophomore in high school or something. Gets a giant tattoo and starts drinking beers because he's cool. And Well, that's not cool. That's illegal. He becomes, like, the antihero. Like a bully. Yeah. Really. Like, he goes from... Not an antihero, like a straight-up bully. Because of Johnny's influence, well, at first, at first, and then that mute that then Crease comes along, Crease comes in. Oh, can you yeah. just tell me this? No, <laughs> you so need I to watch, have to watch it. It's great. You it, will love it. I just don't feel like I am going to love this. Oh, it's a romp, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's it's a really good, nostalgic uh, '80s romp that you'll love. You'll like it. I don't think I'm going to. You will. So far, I haven't. And I don't think I'm gonna, and you're going to argue with me. You will like it. Okay. So just it, like I feel like listen, you will like Peaky Blinders. It's the time we get we, we got two options here. We got two ways to go. Do we want to do what we're watching first and then get into top ten Tom Cruise, or do we want to go straight to top ten Tom Cruise? Dang. And see where we end up it, at the end. Because I got I got three I've got what four. we're watching that I we really need to talk about. Yes, and I've got four which I don't. We don't necessarily need to really talk about all of them, but at least two I have of them that we do. One that is legit that we that I do. I watch the whole series. Okay, I've got two that we have to talk about. <laughs> all right. Let's go on the top ten, and then we'll do it at the end. Okay. So top ten Tom Cruise movies. Top we are picking ten the top ten Cruise movies that we, we haven't enjoy. done a top ten in a while. We haven't, and I'll tell What's you right now. The last one we did Breakfast Foods. Um. No, I think we've done one since then. We've done something since then. I can't remember. Um, I'll tell you right now. Bud Light seltzers are just piling up over here. I really (laughs) enjoy Tom Cruise, but these aren't movies that I've went back to over and over again. I'll tell you that right now. So a lot of them, I don't necessarily remember a lot of the details, a lot of things about them, but they've stuck out in my brain as good movies. And I know I've enjoyed them, and I I know I enjoyed Tom Cruise movies. I feel like that's the sentiment like across the board here, right? So no, I mean you, I'm a big Tom Cruise fan. You're like drop dead. I'll yeah, he's America's movie star. Is he? Yeah, he is. Man, I don't know. I feel like that's ja- They love him. I feel <laughs> like that's John Wayne. He no. He chained <laughs> no. Leah Remini to a pole once. For- <laughs> Leah, oh my god, <laughs> Leah Remini ran away from him real fast. Yeah, because he was chained to a pole from Tom Cruise. 
Yeah. I feel he, like he that's not a good Oprah. Thing. Yeah. He did it and jumped couch. on her couch big time. He's like, I really love Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes. <laughs> she couldn't and then be I'm she couldn't continue to be in Batman because of him. I know. He stopped all of that. I know. And then they got a divorce. And now And she's like, Wow, that shit was crazy. Poor Surrey can't do Siri. No, Surrey. Surrey. Surrey Cruz mm-hmm. can't wear certain clothes and has to hold on to certain handbags. Hey, if you want to feel old, look up how old Surrey Cruz is. All right. I bet she's Can a we look <laughs> Fact checker. Fact I bet, checker. Can I bet we she's a teenager now. I bet you she's 14 years old. What's your guess? Yeah. No, you can't guess the 13. same as me. Okay. The answer is 14 years old. Oh, yes! you son of a bitch. Yes! You know that because you're obsessed with Tom Cruise. so obsessed. No, I'm obsessed with Surrey. Surrey. He takes uh, uh, blood. HGH. From like teenagers. That's a true statement. He gets blood infusions. Like they hook him up to a teenager and they exchange blood. Blood exchanges. No, stop shaking your head at me. I can't. It's a true. It's a true thing. I can't handle this. Is this? Yes. What is he? He gets blood exchanges from young people. That's what he's like 60 years old. I know he is really old. And he looks decidedly younger than all of us. <laughs> I. But do you think it's because of the blood? Absolutely. I think it's because of the blood. Should we start doing this? If we could. I just don't think we can. That'll be my next obsession. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, <laughs> How much do you think it would cost <laughs> to hire episode, a kid to blood exchange with? Next episode, we're going to bring up blood exchanges, and David's going to be like, got into it. It's not all it's cracked up to be. All right? Like, a lot of fault there. <laughs> I got a couple extra teenagers if you need them, but otherwise, don't get into it. <laughs> all right. Let's start this off. Number uh, uh You always start. Always number start. 10. My number 10 is, this was a difficult list for me because I am a Tom Cruise fan. I mean, I think all Americans, all red-blooded Americans are. Correct. Um, so, I, you know, I'm going to go with number 10 as Collateral. Oh, all right. All right. You remember that movie? Absolutely. Um, you know, it's not one that stands out in my mind as like I would go back to it. But I do remember watching it at the time. Jamie Foxx, Loving man. it. And him. I remember him and Jamie Foxx both specifically. Oh, yeah. Chewing up scenery. Being phenomenal. Yeah. Very good. And I'm a fan of Jamie Foxx. He's great in soul, if you haven't seen it. Um, well, I have. But, uh, no, I enjoyed it. And it was like Jamie Foxx was a taxi, like the car driver, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he and was Tom Cruise was a hitman. Yep. And he hops in Jamie Foxx's. Taxi and makes him drive him around to assassinate five different people, I believe, um, like that were supposed to testify. Uh, they were like witnesses to something they were going to testify, and he has to go around and kill. Them. So anyway, that's my number 10. Dave? Me. Um, I will preface this whole list with I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan. Mm-hmm. Who you hate is him. who is not a Tom Cruise? Fan? I mean, apparently I, everything we talk about tonight, I hate. Yeah, so what do you does, like? Do you enjoy anything, <laughs> do you like about anything life? other than yeah. like '90s rap music? Yeah. I don't even listen to that. I listen to like Americana rock. It's, do you even like Under Armour? Yes, 
This hat is not, but this shirt is. I know. I see so, you wearing it, but do you like it? I mean, I feel no, like everything is a fake. The only I, reason I, I like wear I it don't is because know Chris what sold like. trees. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's the only reason why you're wearing it is to support iTrees. <laughs> that's why Chris is wearing it is to support iTrees. I myself only support Snarf Talk. Correct. And I myself sent $20 to Jerry a couple weeks ago, and he told me to yes. get lost on a sweatshirt. So... Oh, we have those here. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing you came today because I completely <laughs> forgot all about that. Number 10, uh, War of the Worlds. Ooh, mm. I like that one. Mm, it's it's uh, going to round off my list. It's not, it wasn't groundbreaking. Spielberg to me. movie. Was a Spielberg, yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a huge deal at the time and just didn't land. This is the age of when Spielberg came out with huge movies that landed nowhere <laughs> and nobody enjoyed them. Well, just like BFG. That was after, quite a bit after. But right. Yeah, but that was not a good movie. <laughs> no, not at all. War of the Worlds, I think, had its redeeming qualities. We'll probably talk about it later. Really? It's on par with Jurassic Park, like that ever did anything for Spielberg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, I've been watching uh, Camp Cretaceous Season 2 with mm-hmm. my kids. It just came out. Yeah, we watched all of it. Man, that show is great. It's very good. It's so good. Graham loves every second of anything Jurassic Park. Yeah, he wants all of the Lego stuff. We're going to um, Universal next week, and they have a Jurassic Park, Jurassic World land. So, really? And, and Cash is really into it. So anyway. Nice. Go ahead. Your number 10. Uh, so my number 10 is way Ooh. off the beaten path from anything you guys have talked about so far. It's a 1990s film that we had spoken about before the show started. Days of Thunder. Oh, That's I'm high. eating iced cream. <laughs> yeah. Cole Trickle. Yeah. Uh, that's the character that Tom Cruise plays. He's get, entering in the world of NASCAR racing from dirt racing and... Uh, it's a fun movie. I've always enjoyed it. I watched it as a kid growing up and through high school. I was huge in NASCAR in high school. I watched it. Who's your driver? My driver was Jeff Gordon at, when I was in high school. Boom. And Me too. And grade school. And Amy and I, my wife. Um, Don't you even start. Matt Kenseth. Jeff Gordon was Kenseth. my driver. As soon as, as, soon as Jeff Gordon uh, retired, I was in Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt Jr. fan, big time. They I were think, like neck I think and it's neck. hilarious that there was a rivalry between Gordon and Earnhardt Jr. when they were like basically like friends, best yeah. friends. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> they were. It just there was a rivalry for TV. I think there know, was more of a rivalry between they were on, his own teammate. They Jimmy were on Johnson. the same team all the time, but yeah, when no, Jimmy not Johnson originally. Came in. They weren't not until later on. Not until way later on. They really? I don't team. remember. Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon were on the same team. Well, forever. yeah, but Jimmy Johnson didn't come into play until after Earnhardt was already in play. Yes, but, I mean, Jimmy Johnson blew them all out of the water. He did later on, yeah. But he was a, yeah, no, he was a Jeff Gordon teammate for his whole career. And so whole, Jeff Gordon's whole career. It wasn't until the very end when Earnhardt joined uh No, you've got that Hendricks. backwards. Hendricks Motorsports had Gordon and Earnhardt on it pretty early on, and then Jimmy Johnson entered in later. Incorrect. Because Jimmy Johnson had a career. Nope. Obviously, I don't even want to. We're not even going to talk about it because you're wrong. I just don't think so. Nope. You're wrong. Okay. We're going to look that up afterwards. <laughs> Either way. So I, when Amy, Amy and I were in fifth grade, it's the first time we ever dated. 
went out to the recess playground and we would, you know, hang out there, go back to Mrs. Stanglin's class and look at each other and pass notes. We were big time. Okay. And for my birthday, she got me a life-size poster of Jeff Gordon. Yeah. And when she delivered this poster, I got it and I hung it up in my bedroom and I was like, this is the one. This is the girl I'm going to marry. And then she dumped me right up. About a, a week or two after that, she dumped me. I was crushed. I never felt the same the rest of my life until we met up again at Corleone's when she said, we could never date. You're like a brother to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then once again, and she still says I was that crushed. every other week <laughs> and when it gets to be intimate time. <laughs> <laughs> but then we ended up getting married and I prevailed. So um, that's why I like Days of Thunder and <laughs> racing. No, it's a great movie. Uh, I, spoilers, I don't have it on my list. I'm going to take a lot of shit for it because a lot of my friends in college, we watched it all the time. Yeah. And everybody so loved good. it. It's got a lot of very memorable moments, um, but um, I couldn't do it on my top 10 just because there's so many other good movies. You know? Yeah. It, it's, it's a fun one, though. It's definitely a fun movie. Number nine for me is War of the Worlds. Oh. And I'm... It's not huge on my list. Obviously, out of a list of 42 movies, though, it made number nine, so I yeah. enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. I did really like that movie. I've always loved the book. I've read that book probably 10 times in my life, starting from a very young age. You can read? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so I liked the book, and I liked the story, and I was like super excited to see it done in real life. Mm-hmm. And I thought they did a great job with it. I, I really enjoyed the movie. I like they it was it, they went really dark with it, um, which I think was shocking to a lot of people at the time for a blockbuster Steven Spielberg Tom Cruise movie to go that dark. Yeah, that it was it was dark and it you know there was like family issues and there was a lot of teenage angst you know going on. Whole lot of like end of the world stuff. Well, that too. Yeah. Um, but I really really like that movie a lot and I would watch it if I see it on I'll watch it now so okay that's my number nine Dave's number nine so I uh I know you guys love this but I just put Mission Impossible I'm just saying the first one I don't okay I, I honestly have seen You're a couple of the other ones together huh? no no group them up oh, I've seen I'm a couple of the grouping. newer ones but not just the original Mission Impossible uh, the f- repelling from the ceiling and yeah. dropping the sweat. And yeah. It's a great like, movie. Heck yeah, bro. It, Ethan Hunt is the man. So I will say, I haven't seen the two newest ones, and people love them. You have? I take yeah. It. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. When a Mission Impossible movie comes out, I watch it. Yeah. I haven't seen Ghost Protocol and then the one before that. Or the after that, I don't know. Fallout. Fallout. I haven't seen was those the mo- was the newest one. So and Fallout was in twenty eighteen. Like if you look up ranking lists, they rank very high. Yes. 
but I haven't seen them. So Rogue okay. Nation was between Protocol and Fallout. Oh yeah, Rogue Nation is when he's okay. hanging on the side of the, the building plane. in Dubai. The plane. No, in the plane, he like he actually broke it like a bunch of bones and doing that. No, that was the other one. When That's, he jumped from the building, yes, from building to building in Fallout, he broke his leg and ankle and Man, everything. It's insane because I'm a huge fan of the Mission Impossible franchise, and I haven't seen three Golly, of those movies. You're missing out. Bud. New one right. coming in November. That's so, the one where he flipped out and okay. The oh, there's a Im- new one? Impossible yeah. Seven. I didn't know that. I'm so excited now. Um, so my number nine, you're done, I'm assuming? Sure. Yeah. Because my number nine is also the original Mission Impossible, uh, just like you said, because as soon as Mission Impossible came out and I saw that movie and the whole, like, it's the music, it's the feeling, it's, like you said, him hanging from the ceiling. Ving Rhames. All of it. All of it. Like <laughs> Simon Pegg, skin, Ving Rhames. The- yeah, all of I that stuff no, coming Simon, together. Simon like, was Penn wasn't in the in first the one. Wasn't he? No, yeah. it was like... Uh, he was in two. He's like a French guy. Oh, that's right. Uh, what's that guy's name? He's a famous guy that's in multiple movies. Yeah, he was in... Uh, he was like... Uh, but I it was the Simon the Pegg type character where he's on the, the, like the radio with him, like giving him information. Anyways, that style of movie, I just bought into it big time. And then... When it was the American Bond. It absolutely was. That's it, what it was. I've always loved James Bond. This was the Americanized version of James Bond, and I fell into it big time. I've loved it. I had to put the original on here because it's what got me into that franchise. It's got it's really what got me into Tom Cruise, to be honest. Like those are the first movies that I had seen of him uh because it came out when I was such like a young lad, you know. Okay, uh, my number eight is a movie that I've always loved. Um, I owned. I don't know why I like it so much because I don't know if it's even that good. Okay, but it's Vanilla Sky. Do you ever watch Vanilla Sky? Oh yeah. I I don't know why, but I always loved this movie. It came out in two thousand one. It was a Cameron Crowe movie. I was a huge fan after like Almost Famous and you know yep. some of his other movies. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's just a really, really weird freaking movie. Really yeah. odd. And Cameron Diaz is in it. And he gets, he's like a rich playboy that gets into like a car accident. And then he's like disfigured. And every, you don't know what's real and what's not real. Yeah. And it's kind of like a psychological thriller. Um, I always love that movie. And, and it, have, it does not get high ratings at no, all. It's like of one of his like lowest it. rated movies, but I've, Always loved it and enjoyed it. The only story I have about Vanilla Sky is that I went to the movies. My That was my freshman year of high school, 2001. And I was going to the movies with a bunch of friends. And we ran into uh, Kent Weber. And I was like, man, this is one of my teachers. And we were like coming into the movie when they were coming out of a movie. And, you know, had a little conversation. I was like, oh, what'd you see? He's like, oh, Vanilla Sky, the new Tom Cruise movie. I was like, oh, how was that? He's like, you don't ever need to go see that. (laughs) I I could see him saying that. I was like, oh, okay. I don't remember what movie we were going to see. I think that might have been the movie like I fell in love with Penelope Cruz, too. Probably. Not from Dust Till Dawn? Well, that too. But no, I think this was maybe the one. Okay. That's the only I I did watch Vanilla Sky after that on TV and have never been a fan. Penelope so. Cruz, I call the knockoff Selma Hayek. She is. 
She's like Ew. the she's dogmas like, where I fell in love with Selma. She's Hayek. like the great value version of <laughs> Selma. <laughs> the wish version of Selma. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, you're that bad. Your no, number. Uh, she Eight. was actually Vanilla Sky. I believe was a originally a Spanish movie. Okay, that Penelope Cruz was in. And then and she, she was in the it. American version as well, which was Vanilla Sky. Oh, all right. Go ahead, David. Number, uh, days, uh, number eight. Eight Days of Thunder. So oh. we, are, we already talked about it. Yeah. You like that, huh? You like NASCAR racing? You like that? It's all right. You like I mean, that NASCAR like really that? <laughs> Tell me how much you like the NASCAR. I like it. That's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a fun movie. I it like is it. fun. I mean, it's a great movie. It's one of his originals. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about it besides it's it's quotable. Very much so. Um, all right, so my number eight was another movie we've already talked about. Chris had it, uh, Collateral. I really liked it a lot. I love any type of assassin movie that you want to throw it in front of me, and this was a classic assassin movie, but I like the fact that he's got a taxi driver driving him around to each place, and he doesn't know what the heck is going on. Well, and Jamie Foxx kind of makes that movie. Oh, absolutely. It's incredible. His acting's very good. I mean, Tom Cruise is the classic Tom Cruise. He has to have somebody that offsets him. Yeah. You, In any movie he's in, he has to have the offset. And, and, correct me if I'm wrong, but was that Jamie Foxx's like, breakout movie? I know he was on TV. I don't know. Because he was on In Living Color, right? I have no idea. Uh, anyway. I don't know much about Jamie Foxx besides he spells his last name with multiple X's. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Okay. Uh, so your number seven, Christopher. My number seven, um, a lot of people would have higher. Okay. But it is A Few Good Men. <laughs> yes. Love um, that movie. Love that movie. It's like the classic, it's on on Sunday afternoon on TBS. It really is. It's on all the time. Which doesn't exist anymore with streaming. Like You don't just happen upon things that you are forced to watch. I don't at all. Um, But uh, yeah, Aaron Sorkin early, before the West Wing, before, you know, uh, the Sunset Strip. Right. (laughs) Uh, No, that was uh, an original Aaron Sorkin screenplay. I don't know if you knew that, but... Yeah, no, great cast with uh, Jack Nicholson and the rest. But yep, really good movie. That's my number seven. My number seven. I don't know if you guys have heard of this one. It's called Collateral. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have heard of this. Yes, uh, it's a good movie. Who's in that again? Uh, I think Jeff Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a good driver. Yes. So. Okay. We can move on. Uh, so mine is probably another movie, like you said, that is should be maybe higher in certain people's point of view. But I have uh, Minority Report. Ooh, as my number seven. That's Spielberg too, right? It is. Um, I've always enjoyed this. This was one of the movies that, just like you said, it was like a TBS afternoon movie that I stumbled upon. I never saw it in theaters. I never rented it. I had watched it on TV and really, really enjoy it. It's a futuristic movie where they're stopping like crime in the future, right? Like he's a pre-crime. Poli- he's a p- police officer that basically is stopping yeah p- pre-crime, and 
it's super fun. I haven't seen anything like that before or since, to be honest. And I think it's super original. There's a Denzel movie called Deja Vu that oh. literally oh, do the exact Vu. same thing. And Deja Vu is Oh, I forgot about Deja Vu. So fucking awesome. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> that's I watched, one of my best, on my deployment, I watched one of my that. favorite uh, Denzel movies. For sure. Yeah. That, I, man apart or man of fire. Whatever. That, man on fire. fire. My favorite is The Siege. <laughs> Do you ever watch The Siege? Uh-uh. Oh, that's the best Denzel movie ever. There, It's like he's an FBI agent, and there's uh, Middle Eastern terrorists that are like trying to blow up buildings in, in Gosh, New York City. I forgot about uh, Deja Vu. Fallen, I love that you movie. You ever see Fallen? Yes, yes. Oh, I love that. John Q, you want to see me cry? Oh, yeah, John Let's Q watch is John amazing. Q. I really do we love. Should have we're gonna do a Denzel. <laughs> we're gonna do a Denzel one in the future, guys, for sure. King Cole, ain't got <laughs> shit on me, dude. Equalizer is very good. I love it, yep. but uh, uh, I think it was no, it wasn't Equalizer. It was another one where he had a, a spiel to this kid. I talked about it on the podcast. He comes up uh, in elevator and has this conversation with a kid about his future. And what he's going to do, I'm gonna to have to look that up again, and we're gonna talk about it again because it was an amazing. That's like, a lot of glory. Glory's amazing, and his That's- unsung spinoff, Glory Hole. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> you said that. You just said that. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> no, that was the band Courtney Love was in. Oh, that's right, Garbage uh, Hole, Courtney. <laughs> Courtney, she was in garbage. Was <laughs> Courtney is asking David what color Crocs are you wearing? They're black. They black. Uh, yep. Or like they originals. Black Crocs. Yeah. So I have a pair of black Crocs Fancy. that I have little uh, Batman buttons on. They're called gibbets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Number six is to me, right? Uh, it is. Number six. I- Most people are going to have higher. So I don't know how much time I'm going to spend on it. But uh, it's Top Gun. Really? That's my number six. And I, you know. Okay. Are we going to talk about it later? Do I want to spend time gonna on it? We're going to talk about it later. Okay. We'll, we'll just cruise on past that. All right. My number six is Pun Top, intended, top Gun. Oh! <laughs> so, okay. Do you want to talk about it now? Danger zone. We'll talk about it later. Uh, my number six is Top Gun. <laughs> no, uh, a movie that I bet you. Most people kind of forgot about or didn't really think of, but it is of two names, Live, Die, Repeat, and or Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. It came out as Edge of Tomorrow. Then it came out as Live, Die, Repeat. Then they put them both together and have it as Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow. I loved it. Like the most underrated Tom Cruise movie. I completely agree. I have not seen it. Very good. Unbelievably good movie. It's with John Krasinski's wife. Yes. Uh, what's Emily, her name? Emily, Emily Blunt. Blunt. She's a main character in it. They both. Uh, what's it called? Live, Die, Repeat? Yeah, Live, Die, Repeat slash Edge of Tomorrow. So they originally had this movie named Edge of Tomorrow. The studio decided they didn't like the name. Yep. They called it Live, Die, Repeat. It failed miserably because nobody understood what it was about, and they changed in the and middle of the they kept changing them, the name. kept changing the name. So the movie comes out. It's an incredibly, incredibly good movie. And it's made a life for itself in a cult classic. It is. Really. It's like a cult classic. Uh, it's 
something way different than Tom Cruise has ever done. Mm. It's I would put it on par with like a Terminator type movie. It's kind of similar to a Minority Report, but it's in got a, a way. It's like Groundhog Day, where he they keep going back and like. So he's a soldier, and they're fighting this war, and they like drop him out into this war. He gets killed right off the bat, and then you respawn. It's like playing a video game. It's a video game. And he respawns and plays again, and you have Emily Blunt there with you in the same situation. And I don't know. It's crazy. I loved it. I'll check it out. I think it's really fun. It's super underrated. They thought about making another one, and they didn't for some reason. Um, I think they should because I love that movie. (laughs) Um, My number five is a movie that a lot of people haven't seen, and Everybody needs to go watch. I know what it is. It's called Edge of Tomorrow. (laughs) Um, It is so vastly underrated. It's an amazing movie. Yeah. And it's totally worth anybody's time. No matter what interests you have in your viewing habits, you will enjoy this movie. And because of the marketing scheme of this, I completely ignored it in the theaters as well. And I ended up watching it when I worked a swing shift. I was on a midnight shift, came home. I couldn't fall asleep, and I was like, I'm just going to watch a movie real quick and just try, kind of try to chill out. And this movie, I, I ended up renting. I rented it on uh, DirecTV and, or Comcast or whatever I had at the time, played it, and I was like, holy crap. I, I really like this movie, and I watched it like three or four times after that. I just think it's great. I saw it in theaters. Oh, you did? Yeah. It was... It's an amazing movie. Yeah. Their marketing was absolutely terrible for it, though, and it turned me off of it big time. I was like, this is going to be so dumb. So they marketed it hardcore when it came out. They marketed it as it's like a real-life video game. Yeah. They, they said that like in the ads. They're they like, did. They're like, live, die, repeat, like respawn. Like It's a video game. And the whole general public's like, video game? Yeah, they're like, glory hole. This what? <laughs> This is like in 2008, and they don't people don't know what video games are. Right. You know, most people didn't. You know, the you know, yeah. there's a very small subset of people that understand what the concept of respawning even means. Mm-hmm. Now it's maybe more. It's still not that big. Mm-hmm. You know, they weren't like us where we were pulling out the pig. Yeah, Call of Duty. You got to feed the pig. <laughs> this is basically Call of Duty the movie. It is. Okay. But with like sex in the future and in other planets. Yeah. Anyway. Blue people. No. No no blue blue people. people. Okay. Number five to you. I'm sure we'll talk about it after a while, but Jack Reacher. I'm not going to talk about it. No. I'm not either. (laughs) Really? No. You guys didn't like it? Um, I I did. I did like that movie. I kind of forgot about it, um, but it wouldn't be on my top five. I think I would have probably replaced one below this with that. Yeah, I uh, I like spy movies. Yeah, I like. yeah. I've heard great things. It's I've, a good I've never movie. seen it. It's really good. And also, I've heard the book is like a bajillion times better. So, like, it's a whole long running book series. Yes, yeah. the, the second movie. No, the show with John. Uh, no, the, there's two. There movies. is two Reacher movies. Okay, I've only seen the first one. Then that's the second movie. Not good. Okay, <laughs> and I think that's what I was thinking of when I was making this list. But the original movie, I enjoyed. A lot, and mm-hmm. I think I would take off. I would honestly think I would take off the original Mission Impossible or Days of Thunder and replace it with this movie. So but I can't now because we're past that. So. John Krasinski, that's not Jack Reacher. That's it uh, is. Yeah, it is. No, it's it's Jack Ryan. Jack oh, Ryan. Jack Ryan. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Oops. You're right. Way, way better, Jack. 
You don't know Jack. <laughs> yeah. What kind of? But regardless, uh, spy movie, like it. Uh, it. He's very good. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of that was supposed to be a huge franchise, and it just just kind of fizzled. Well, it fizzled because of the second movie. The second movie is just not good. Well, the first one didn't do well either. Didn't it? I no. thought it did relatively decent. I, did, no, I guess. I don't well, know. I mean, it did pretty well, but it not. It wasn't a billion dollar franchise like they thought it was going to be. Okay. Because the books are huge. Yeah. Yep. They so. made it for sixty million. It made two hundred and eighteen. That's great, but that I think they were good. aiming for billion. Yeah. But sixty million is a low budget. Mm-hmm. That's very low. It doesn't. It didn't take much to make this movie. No, it's a lot of suspense. It's not a lot of action. Right. So. So my number five is one we've discussed already. A few good men. Ooh, you can't handle the truth. What a great movie! That scene it gives me goosebumps. Man. It's incredible. I hated this movie originally because my mom would watch it all the time, and I thought this is a dumb. What's well, a political legal drama? Yeah, this is a dumb parent movie. And they only like it because it's slow and boring, and I'm so much more advanced than my parents. It's not a phase. And th- yeah, <laughs> this isn't a phase, mom. It's a lifestyle, okay? And then I sat down and actually watched the movie, and I was like, oh, I'm dumb. <laughs> like, yeah. I like the military, and this has a lot to do with the military. Was and it I like, like a everything red, about red, it. What did they call it? A red, uh, not a red, red alert, where they beat the shit out of the people a red something red dawn red sky and um, sky morning. in the morning sailors, sailors take, take warning, warning. <laughs> yes. that's what it is yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm glad you know the whole thing was, <laughs> the whole thing was like based off of them hazing right yes like, so it was all about that they called it a red something and they go beat but there was also soap. like a rape involved with a woman oh i don't remember that anyway it's a good movie i believe it was Anytime rapes involved, <laughs> you're towing the line tonight, Christopher. <laughs> you are towing the line. Next um, week on Snarf Talk, <laughs> ten rape movies. No, next week on Snarf Talk, our lawyer will be here clearing the air. Um, it's these Bud Light seltzers, these motherfuckers. <laughs> they make you uh, toe the line. But either way, love it. I love military movies. Jack Nicholas is Nicholson, Nicholson not the golfer. Not the golfer. <laughs> uh, Jack Nicholson, awesome in it. Tom Cruise was awesome in it. Um, Code Red. Nolan said it. Oh, and Jay said it. Code Red. Yeah, I told you it was Mountain Dew Code Red. Yeah. It's the best flavor of Mountain Dew. Everybody knows that. Go ahead. Um, my number four is Minority Report. Love it. I feel like uh, you didn't have it high enough because this movie is well, one I was that the one who had that. Okay, yeah. I didn't have it high enough because it's <laughs> not on my list. <laughs> I had it on. You, my def- list. you both didn't have it. Um, I know there's a lot of haters on this movie. I don't understand why. I absolutely love this movie. Um, yeah, I think it's. I, I think it's got a perfect amount of sci-fi and weirdness, especially with like the people, um, the precogs. Yeah. In like the gelatinous water, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and uh, the thought crimes, and it's so when you think about it it, as it relates to what's going on in our world now, yeah, it's way far ahead of its time. It's so relevant to everything. It's like it's. I don't think it's necessarily relevant, but thought crimes are a real thing now. Basically, (laughs) 
they're just existing on like Twitter and social media. Okay, I can understand that. But right. yeah. yes, no, it is. It's about censorship and that kind of right kind of stuff. And I will never forget the whole thing where he gets his eye surgery uh, yeah. and then he grabs the like old milk and sandwich. Oh, I can't burn that out of my it's mind. It's so good. Um, I love that movie. I love it. And uh, I know that a lot of people don't, but I, I really, really, really like I think movie. I know what's going to be your number one. You, I really do. You, I, you have no clue. I absolutely do. No, you don't. I do, I, David? I do know what it is. Can do I, I have guess any idea? It? Can I write it down? Write it on a piece of paper. That's what your give job me, is. Yeah, give me a pen and paper because I I'm gonna type know it what right it's going to be. I'm going to go Give me your pen it. right there. Uh, so okay. David's number three. Four. I thought it was three. No, four. Four. Hmm. I might have deleted one. Great. Uh, I went with a comedy... One of the few comedies he's been in, but Tropic Thunder, I thought, <sighs> love it. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just ridiculous. He's I want to tell you what character, but I thought significantly about putting that on my list, but I decided not to because he has such a small partner. I know, it but just, he, it blows your mind when he shows up the first time you see it. You don't know it's him. You have no clue that he's even going to be in the movie, and then when he busts on the screen, immediately you're laughing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the whole time, and he. He's plays a big part at the end of the movie, like when they the, have a the whole discussion scene and the dance and scene. Yeah, it's great. He's great in that. I thought about putting on my list hardcore because he's not the type that makes fun of himself or does the corny right. thing. So that's him, why it blows your mind. Yeah. yeah, I remember. But the thing is, like, if you're talking about quality of movie, I mean, I didn't include it oh. because he's not a main character. But quality of movie on that is really high like yeah. that would be it really is. if i'm looking at the quality of movies that tom cruise has been in period that's you got it in the right place mm-hmm. i yeah. just didn't consider it because he's got a small role yeah and that's but robert downey jr in that movie and jack black wait and... a small hole or a role <laughs> now you're towing the line there i just gotta keep throwing it out there because you said that i didn't say small hole no but you said the I'm other spilled <laughs> big hole Glory. Glory. <laughs> he was talking about the Denzel movie. Uh, they, you can buy it at the store right by IHOP. <laughs> glory. I had glory. You had stop. glory hole on your list? <laughs> on my top 10 war movies, I did have it on there. Yeah, you did have glory hole on there. <laughs> it was, it's so good. I love getting it. <laughs> Number four, Jerry. Uh, Jerry Maguire. Ooh. <laughs> You can't not like this movie. If you don't, if neither one I of you have it, it yeah, I was no not way. a fan. Not a fan. Are you serious? Did not make the top ten. Nah. Oh my gosh, I love this movie. Yeah, it's not Show like me it. the money. Show me Show the money. Me the money. Cuba Gooding Jr. won an Oscar for this movie. Jer- uh, Tom Cruise was more of a supporting actor in the movie, but no, he was not. He was the main <laughs> character of the movie by far. His the whole picture movie on the was cover. literally about him. It's, he's more Why are you of a supporting him as supporting because character? Because I feel like Cuba Gooding Jr. was like the main character of the story. Because he has story. the one Cuba memorable Gooding Jr. line. is barely in the movie. That's not true. He's in the movie a lot. Not even close to as much as Tom Cruise. Well, okay, he's not as much as Tom Cruise, but he like chewed up scenery like crazy. <laughs> he did. And he he was did, the, you're right, but it is definitely he is not the main character. Jerry, uh, you're right. Tom Cruise is the main character of that movie. And I love it. And it's a good movie. It's a romantic comedy, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, And there's whatever. a little kid that looks like me. 
Just because he has glasses doesn't mean he looks like you. He looks like Grady when he was a little baby. And it also says Jerry in the title. What's the name <laughs> of the chick that he's dating at the beginning of the movie that he's on the chair in the kitchen? Mm-hmm. The sex scene. <laughs> of course you'd point out that. I would point out scene. because it was a kid when I saw the movie. It was 1996, and that was very mm. shocking to me. Uh, Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston, that's right. That's, uh, wasn't that uh, John Travolta's wife? I think it still is, right? Or did they get divorced? She died. Cancer. She did? I think so. Why did, yeah. I, not, why did I not know this? Died in July. Yeah, this, this year? This year, breast well, cancer. 2020, oh my gosh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, very sad. Holy smokes, that blows me away. You're dropping a bomb on me here. All right, well, let's move on from that into my number. So you guys really oh. didn't like Jerry Maguire? She was also a Scientologist, just so you know. <sighs> well, so was Tom, so was, uh, John Travolta. John Travolta, yeah. John Travolta yeah. was the original Tom Cruise, but he, yes. he had too many scandals, so they had to dump him for Tom Nix Cruise. Nix him. Yeah. My number three him. is uh, a masterpiece of a movie. Cameron Crowe, one of my favorite directors yeah. in the world. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you had to have been lying. Uh, like, I couldn't understand. I will watch this movie anytime that I can watch this movie. Absolutely amazing. Um, what an agent. Cast, if I could have an agent. Tom Cruise, Cuba Gooding Jr., Renee Zellweger. You forgot to mention her. She's I didn't remember she was in uh, Regina King, Watchmen. Yeah. Herself yes. is uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s wife. Wife, yeah. Um, it is like a heartfelt movie. It'll make you... Cuba's like his only one friend in the in his life, basically, and he realizes that later. But like the only friend he had was that guy. And I also um, there's only been a couple movies. Was Tom Cruise? Yeah, he was nominated for Best Actor. Yeah, He's but he didn't it, win. No, he didn't win it, but he won it once. The movie was also or what did he win it for? Interview with a Vampire or something? Maybe. Maybe I don't, I don't remember, know. but. Um, the movie was nominated for Best like, Picture. Best picture. Yeah, it was a big deal that year. Yeah. 1996. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Very good. David. I, oh, he was number three. He was nominated for Magnolia in 2000. Magnolia. Oh, Magnolia. Yeah. Yeah. Best actor in 97 for Jerry Maguire. He didn't win it, though. 1990- no, he hasn't won. You know, he won once for something. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I don't he think he's nom- ever won. Nominated three times. Best actor, actor for Born on the Fourth of July, oh, yeah. Jerry Maguire, and Magnolia. Okay. Yeah. Everybody thought he was going to win for Magnolia, but he didn't. So oh, Ian Leo. says, hell yeah, brothers. Happy David Day. Happy That's, David Day. It's your day. Oh, thank you. It's your day. <laughs> it's your day. <laughs> it is your day. Ian, we were talking about you earlier because you like to give a shit all the time. Yeah, and you should be on the show. Yeah. <laughs> All dressed right, as um, Spanguli, please. You're number three, David. Oh, my gosh. If he could be dressed as Spanguli, that would be a show. Well, that's the only way it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, Ian. Uh, number three, Cocktail. Ooh, oh, cocktail. my God. Listen, that's in like that movie, movie is not it? good. Are you kidding me? No. That is a fabulous movie. I don't, I don't think I so. I don't honestly See, know if I've seen it. I'm not the... Uh, Connoisseur of movies like we are? No, I I'm more on the Jerry page where it's a sentimental movie. Like I remember watching this as a I love sentimental. A uh, a very young impressionable youth. Yes. 
but flipping bottles around and that Australian guy and yeah, was yeah, that the guy yeah. from Crocodile Dundee? Was it the same person? I don't was know. Paul Hogan. Paul Hogan. I don't know. Yeah, I think it was Paul Hogan. I, to be honest, I don't know if I've ever seen cocktail. Are ever. you kidding? I don't think I have. To be honest, it's great. I don't know if I was allowed to watch those type of risque movies when I was a child. Um, I don't know if it was Paul Hogan or not. No, it's just Australian guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the cinematic Australian guy Cra- is Chris Paul Hogan. As fi- at five years old, <laughs> right? Brian Brown, okay. good enough. Paul Hogan, Brian Brown, whatever, same but, guy. I mean, it's a lot of people do like cocktail, and a lot of people talk about cocktail. Really, you're the only person that doesn't like it. I, you know, I, it's, it's not that I don't like it. It's just, it's one of those like random 80 movie, 80s movies that, meh. Didn't do it for you? Yeah. All right. Well, it, it did me. for our guest and you're really putting him down. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. I don't have a self-esteem. All right. <laughs> That's you're, true. You're number three. My number three, Top Gun. Top Gun. Highway to the... I don't know is why. It highway to the Danger Zone or yes. I went to the Danger No, zone. Highway to the... <laughs> Danger zone. Did they ever release the new one this summer? It was supposed to come out in no, July. No, ha- it has not come out. So they're it's pushed it posted next year? for release. 2021? It, mm-hmm. It's got to come out in 2021. I'm excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. Because he actually flew the jets. Yeah. yeah. They did in Top Gun, too. He didn't fly those. Oh, jets. yeah. They, felt, they flew all of them. Oh. For real. Fun movie. It's very fun. But very you, 80s and very... Absolutely, it's very 80s. But what, I mean, volleyball, at the time... Playing volleyball you, in jeans. Who and, doesn't love playing volleyball in jeans? Who doesn't Anybody love who's ever jets? played volleyball in jeans, I can guarantee you that. I love playing volleyball in jeans. It's my favorite pastime. I love doing anything in the jeans. The sand, it gets everywhere. <laughs> in my jeans. I love everything in jeans. Amy hates the fact that I wear jeans inside the house all the time. I just sent Amy a TikTok today of a lady that was saying, there are people in this world that legitimately go home and relax and sit on the couch and feel comfortable in jeans. Like, these people exist. That's me. Oh, man. I haven't worn jeans. I can't even tell you how long. It's been years since I've worn jeans. I get so aggravated that my kids don't want to wear jeans. I don't wear jeans. None of my kids wear jeans to school. Grant will every once in a while. I force Graham. Grady refuses. He will never wear jeans ever, and it infuriates me because I, it's the only pants my kids I wear. will not. Yeah, Cash will not wear jeans. So I either wear these stretchy Wranglers or I like I'm, stretchy I'm Wranglers. Bad. I like those stretchy Wranglers. Well, or I wear if I'm like for work, I have like denim jeans, like Carhartt. <laughs> they're not. They're not. <laughs> Jeans. I, I wear denim. a whole Canadian they're, tuxedo. They're blue denim. <laughs> canvas. I meant. I wear like canvas pants. Like khaki? Like gray canvas pants. Okay. Carhartt. Those are very nice. Not like, jeans. Like a ripstop. Sure. Fabric. Yeah. It, it's like you can't They're canvas. Them. They're like... Uh, I know. They got the lines on them. Yeah. Yeah. That's like... It won't rip. They don't have any lines on them. I don't know why I said yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Either way, Top Gun's awesome. It's got... Uh, Jay says, I can't believe no one has Color of Money or Risky Business yet. First of all, Color of Money is not a good movie. Just why are you speaking Just watch about The Hustler. I mean, come on. Paul Newman, let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two is... 
upon further review, it should be my number one because I think it is my favorite Tom Cruise movie. But I put one above it because I just have so much respect for the number one spot movie. Okay. But my number two probably is legitimately my favorite Tom Cruise movie. I love it, and it gets no love. I think I have it written down right here. Well, that's supposed to be my number one. I think so. But so you my just number said two... It, you think it's your favorite, though. ...is The Last Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wrote is down. Is that what you wrote down? Well, yeah. you were wrong, because it wasn't my number one. But you said you think it should be. It should be, because I love that movie, and I have no reason to, because everybody else in the world apparently hates it, because it's basically just... I've never a rip watched off it. of Dances with Wolves. I've never seen. <laughs> is everything seen. in rip off of Dances with well, Wolves? Well, Avatar sure is, um, but no, I mean it's basically Dances with with Wolves in feudal Japan. Okay, but I love that movie. It's uh, a, a civil war, American civil war general, um, jaded from the war. Yeah, who moves to Japan and falls in love and defends a small town and becomes learns to become a samurai. In a culture that is so different than what he's used to, it's pretty much dances with wolves. <laughs> yeah, it's dances with wolves, but it's and he's it's not real, as good as Kevin Costner. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I love that movie. I really, really, really I know like you've it. talked about it a lot. I, and I, 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 I don't know why. Maybe it's just a hit me at the right age or whatever. But it's to great. be honest, you've talked about it so much that it it has made me want to watch the movie. But I still have not. <laughs> you I've haven't never seen it. You've never seen. I have the Last Samurai. No, I have never watched seen the movie. It's great. I know. I, I'm not saying I shouldn't watch it. I should. I just have not ever seen it yet. Okay. Well, that's my number two. I've seen parts of it. but How not. do you see parts of The Last Samurai? I fall asleep easy. It's like a three-hour epic. Yeah, I fall asleep <laughs> easy. That's why. It's an epic movie, though. Very okay, much. we're going to go way back. Okay. Way back. You know what it is? Legend. We're talking first movie. His first ever movie? I think it might have been. I don't know. Um, that is. Outsiders? Yes. Outsiders. That's not his first movie, but that's very early. Yes. I don't know what that is. The Outsiders? Oh, my God. The book you had to read in school, you were forced to by your teachers. Did I read that? Yes. Pony Boy. Stay Gold Pony Boy. That's that movie? Yeah. yeah. I had no and idea. And every the, famous celebrity in it is amazing. The cast yeah. is unbelievable. Here. I'll okay. Rail them off here to you. Please do. Uh, Matt Dillon. Ralph Macchio, Patrick Swayze, Rob Lowe, Emilio Estevez, Tom Cruise, Leif Garrett. Leif. Yep. Tom Waits. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. He's got an incredible music career. <laughs> yeah. And he was in, uh, what was it, Domino? He was the preacher in Domino. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I believe you. No, Outsiders is a great movie. I see that a lot on a lot of lists, and the only reason I didn't include it is because I don't really remember him having a huge role in it. He was just one of the brothers. Yeah, he was one of the brothers. That, but that was Francis Ford Coppola. Really? Really. Yeah, big deal. Okay. Yeah. Wow, Nicolas Cage's uh, uncle? Nicolas Cage's great uncle, yeah. Yeah. Director of he's The a Godfather. Coppola. Yeah, that was a huge movie at the time. We watched it in school. I'm surprised you I didn't. I don't think you I did. watched it in school or just read it? Both. I don't think I did either of those things. I do not remember reading this book or seeing the movie at all. He, like, knifes him. Pony Pony Boy stabs a guy and kills him, and then they hide him in the train. They dye his hair. Was there a 
I rem- we what we read also Rumble Fish in school, which yep. was the sequel. Did was there a movie sequel? I think there was. I think there was, but I never saw it. And then there was that was then this is now, which is like a third book. Oh, I don't even know that. Oh, you're deep into this. Lane and Dylan went on to appear in Rumble Fish, also directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Um, Nolan Green. C. Thomas Howell was in it. And Rob Lowe, obviously, Emilio Estevez. Matt Dillon was, I think, like the main character, wasn't Matt Oh, Dillon? C. Thomas Howell was Pony Boy. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. Nolan Green just But said, Tom Cruise had a smaller part in that, Yeah, right? but still one of my favorite movies. No. That's, that's where I'm It's an amazing it's movie. I mean, look Patrick at that Patrick Swayze had an awesome part in it. He was like the older brother. He was the older brother, yeah. Like he bought well, Patrick Swayze has basically the best role in every movie he's in because yeah. he's well, one and of the he was way older than most of those guys. And he can dance, man. That man can dance. And he can rip throats. And don't ever put any sort of baby in a crown. Oh, Nolan said he agrees that's, with me. That's what I was just trying to say. Nolan Green... Also agrees with you, Last Samurai is his favorite It's movie. such a good movie. Okay, All I right. guess I have to watch it. Uh, my number two is a movie that nobody else has talked about or even maybe seen. Legend. American Made. I've, I haven't seen it. It came out in 2017, I believe. Yes, it's newer. Um, yeah, it just came out. Not oh, that. my gosh. This is such a fun movie. That's the one where he's the drug runner to yeah, like, he's uh, a, Columbia. TWA pilot. He's a pilot. Um and he's flying back and forth to uh, South America, and the CIA get a hold of him and say, hey, we want you to be a part of this, like, to where we're trying to figure out about Pablo Escobar and, like, the drug run and everything. So he's involved with the CIA. He goes to South America, and then they get a hold of him and say, hey, we know you're a part of the CIA, but we want you to run drugs for us. And he gets involved with that and is running drugs for them, but is also part of the CIA. It's an Amer- it's like an amazing movie. Um, it's based off of a, a book and a like partially true story. Um, the movie obviously like expands upon a true story and does things on its own. But it's super fun. It's thrilling. Um, I I loved it. I just saw it like probably less than a year ago. Uh, Cause a guy at work told me that I needed to watch it. So I did watch it and he was right. It's very, very good. It's super fun. And it's one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies ever. I think his role in it is amazing. Um, and the story is very good. Nice. Uh, my number one is I got to go with mission impossible. And I, I kind of on the same body as you, oh, I got to, yeah. I got to throw the whole franchise in there, but you can't. Then you I can't won't do the because whole I'll take the first one, which is the best one. The first movie is amazing, and I love it, and I've always have. I didn't own it, but also I will just notably say that uh, Mission Impossible Three, the first J.J. Abrams movie uh, with was that's in, the one with Simon Pegg. Uh, he is in that, but uh, the notable part about Mission Impossible Three, which was kind of a mediocre movie, but um, a lot of slow motion. Like that was a thing then. Yeah. The, the main thing was Philip Seymour Hoffman as a oh, villain man. was incredible. But anyway, uh, I still love the first one, the first uh, Vision Impossible movie, the whole franchise, even though I'm saying I haven't seen the last three. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the last three were a lot later. Obviously, yes. Anyway, I always loved the original Miss Mission Impossible. So I, I'm taking it back. Last Samurai is my number one. Mission Impossible. So I got it right. So you got it right. Absolutely. You win. Thank you. I did not win. 
Uh, I, you said we would never guess, so I went with Outsiders because that's kind of an obscure one. So yeah, no, I mean, uh, I, no, I didn't. I didn't even consider Outsiders because, uh, again, not a major yeah. role. No, I understand. It. Yeah. Well, uh, my number one is Rain Man. Oh yeah, Rain Man, Dustin Hoffman. Mm-hmm. You know what? You get your underwear from Kmart. You know what? I, I love that movie. It's a very, very, very good movie. I just haven't seen it in so long. Oh. I barely remember it. It's great. Yeah. I, I mean, it's been years since I've seen it, but I can still quote So many people like it. It's probably, uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Dustin Didn't, Hoffman? Did we just say that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that guy. Uh, it's probably like his best movie he's ever done. No. By far. What kidding? other good movie has Dustin Hoffman Isn't done? Is he in The Graduate? That is like one is of that the better? best movies of all time. <laughs> like, I mean, he's, in, uh, he's in that Will Ferrell movie that you love, Stranger Than Fiction. Oh, you're right. That's probably above this one. <laughs> Rain Man or The Graduate. <laughs> Why do you love Stranger Than Fiction so much? It's so good. It's, it's, it's fine. I love it. He's got to be in... Uh, he, Dustin Hoffman's in other movies that I'm not remembering. He's in a few. Spicoli. <laughs> that's, that's not the movie that's name. Sean was, that's Sean oh, Penn. That's Sean Penn. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, Midnight Cowboy. You're totally off then. That's, I know. We'll that's who over. I'm thinking of. He's not Harvey Milk. Oh, my gosh. That's literally who I was thinking of. I know who these two people are, but right now, that's who I was thinking Kung of. Kung Fu Panda. Dick Tracy. He plays the master. Yeah. Oh, I love He's Dick in Dick Tracy. Tracy. Dustin Hoffman is in Dick Tracy. Yes. Yeah, he's, he's mumbles. The, yes. He's mumbles. Yeah. That's probably his best role. <laughs> right there. You just Crit- named his best role. Critically acclaimed role, mumbles. mumbles. He's in yeah. Meet the Fockers and all those. Um, These are critically acclaimed <laughs> movies for Dustin Hoffman? Well. Like, he, is this what made his name? I Heart Huckabees is a great movie. He has won two Academy Awards, for, yeah. one for Rain Man and one for Kramer vs. Kramer, which I have not Rain seen. Rain Man, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. So apparently that was a good one. Yeah. Have you seen it? <laughs> I have seen it before, yes, but it did obviously did not make my top ten. I don't remember anything about really? it besides him being... Very he's, good he's at math. A autistic savant. Yeah, he's autistic. And I knew that. Tom Cruise is his brother, and he, like, but he's like an asshole to him. Well, his parents die, and Tom Cruise has to like go get him, and he's supposed to take him across the country to put him in a. He's like, his older living. brother, and Tom Cruise is like in the prime of his life, but he's got to take his older autistic brother. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I mean, he's just got like a super photographic memory. There's a scene where he drops a box of toothpicks. And, and he can he, count all. He knows of them. every single yeah. toothpick that fell. I, it's just, it's, it's a great movie. Yeah, I haven't I, seen it. So in years, many people but, love it. I just haven't seen it. But most people would put that at their top ten. I would assume. I didn't, but go ahead. But you're not most people. My, are we on my number one? Yes. Here? This is the last number one. Mission Impossible, Fallout. It's the most recent Mission Impossible movie. I haven't seen it. It's got Henry Cavill in it, and that dude is amazing. That squirrel can water ski. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's so good. It's the best Mission Impossible movie I've seen to date. Everything about it is awesome. There's incredible fight scenes like we've talked about before. It's like James Bond, right? for the American versions. And this one is the epitome of all of that. I think it 
brought all of the Mission Impossible movies into one. Um, it's thrilling. It's action packed. It's got like drama involved with it too. I loved it. I love everything about it. There's a lot of like turmoil involved with Ethan Hunt, uh, right? Like, so he's like excommunicated from America and he's kind of a vigilante on his own doing his own thing, but ends up saving the day, obviously spoilers. Um, and it's amazing. Henry Cavill's character is amazing too. And that dude is jacked like crazy in this movie and the fight scene with him in a bathroom where there was a lot of memes and like gifs of Henry Cavill, where he was like, there was like, he was cocking guns, but it was his arms and he was in the bathroom. He takes his coat off and he like jacks his arms around. And is it better than the Vigo Mortensen bathroom fight scene? That he has in history of in violence, history of violence, where yeah. all their dicks are flopping around. <laughs> yes, you're right. It is better than that. Just... Somebody say dicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's not history of violence, actually. That's uh, the Russian it's, one. Uh, Eastern promises. Eastern promises. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I yes, that Nate sent me that one to watch, and it's very good. Recently, I was thinking about Viggo Mortensen when I was watching Return of the King, right, and. I was just like, it strikes you how odd his voice is. He's got a very mm-hmm. weird voice. <laughs> it's not like that. <laughs> yes, it sounds like that. When no, you it doesn't. And ending when he's like outside of Mordor and he's like, like rally up the troops and he looks like a badass. He's got his sword. He's on his force. He's like, we can overcome <laughs> the orcs of Sauron. Did we watch the same movie? Yeah. Listen, he's got a weird his voice. Was dubbed by the Muppets. <laughs> have you he's seen got a, he Lord sounds like Rings? a Muppet. He sounds like a Muppet. I don't know if we're talking about the same guy here. Yeah. Viggo Mortensen in The Road. Part-time puppet. Muppet. Is amazing. The road's good too. It is. It's that's a Cormac McCarthy book. Okay, guys, all of we finished Tom books. Cruise. We need to make one major decision because we're at two hours now, which is our normal show ending time. But we haven't done what we're watching yet. Do we want to get into that or let her go? I think we should save at least a couple things that we want to talk about. I don't know what the two you want to talk about are, um, or at least one you want to talk about. I don't, I mean... You said you had one series that you wanted that to That I watched, yes. The whole series? The whole series, yeah. I watched the whole series. Like from beginning to end? Yeah. Oh, man. Do you want to just go and we'll just go? All right. Go. All right. I watched uh, several things, but the main one I watched on HBO was a show called The Flight Attendant. Oh, really? With Kaylee Cuoco. Cuoco. Actress and producer and director Penny. of most of it. Penny, yes. Penny. Um, Penny. Based on a super popular book. Penny. I've been wanting to watch this for a while. That's been very popular. It's been like the number one show for HBO for the last however, six months, whenever it came out. Yeah. I mean, um, so finally, I'm like, oh, man, I, I'm going to sit down and watch this show. And um, yeah, man, I totally got sucked in. It's only like eight episodes. But got sucked in, really enjoyed it. Um, it's not perfect mm-hmm. by any means. But if you like a mystery thriller. I love those. Um, that it's right up your alley. Um, one of those that I kind of, we talk about a lot, but one of those where it's like manic. Yeah. Like you're always on the, just ahead. 
of the viewer. You know what I mean? Sure. Just just ahead of getting caught. You know, um, it's very much that situation. But the thing to point out that I was really impressed by because I would say the show for me was like a six six out of ten, seven out of ten. Hmm. Like I enjoyed it a lot. I would recommend it. Okay. Easily, um, especially as something to watch with your significant other. Mm-hmm. Um, but her acting is incredible. Like she's really? a very good actress, hmm. and I was very impressed by that. That's surprising to me um, because all all I have to go off of is her in Big Bang Theory. I don't know her from. There's nothing else. else. There's um, eight simple rules, and that and that's it. Yeah, that's all she's ever she was been. A lot in, really, though. I think. So, yeah, she was a teenager in that. Yep. So she's incredible, honestly. Really, really, really good. And actually, all the acting is incredible. Very good. Her, the girl who plays her best friend and that girl's um, husband or boyfriend, mm-hmm. really great and really enjoyed them as characters. Maybe I would say a 7 out of 10. It's just the, the story itself is a little wild-eyed. You know, a little unbelievable at times. Yeah. So that maybe could is what's bringing it down a notch for me. But I, I was very entertained by it. And at there's a hook at the end of every episode that makes you want to go right into the next episode. And it's only eight episodes. So I really, really enjoyed that show. Okay. Um, do you have anything? I've been watching a couple things. Uh, my wife and I are re-watching Breaking Bad for my... Oh, yeah. Why Fifth time? in the world would you do that? Because it's so it's good. So good, but it's so depressing. It just she, so she's only seen it once, full, fully through. Yeah. Okay. And uh, like we're sitting on the couch watching. It, she goes, "I don't remember hating Walt this much." Like she goes, "I don't recall." Right. Like I go, "Yeah, he's a horrible person." So my sister was watching this recently, and she's like, "It's so depressing. Like my life is worse because of it." But I want to watch it. But like it drags me down, and I remember feeling like that when I watched it. So I didn't like it feel like that when I watched really it the first time. Drug me down. The first time I watched it, I didn't feel that way. Um, the second time I watched it, I I got that from it. Just and that's where I was like, you know what? I don't know if I need to watch this again because of that. The but amount the, of empathy you feel for Jesse, like oh yeah, oh yeah, big time, it, it, big time. It drives you crazy. That's what's kept me away from Ozark is because it was so depressing and down and like yeah, but not nearly. Ozark as much. is a good show. You should. It's a good show. Really you should watch it. Yeah, but that's why I love Better Call Saul because it addresses that, fixes it, and also is just as compelling. So I watched the first season of Better Call Saul and gave up on it. I need to rewatch. It. Really? I need to start I over. That's how yeah. I was. I liked it better than Breaking Bad. Really? That's what so a lot many of people, people say. Yeah. yeah, it's really good, hmm. but. So beyond that, I just finished a documentary on, I think it was HBO, but it was about the Heaven's Gate cult. Oh, with, I haven't watched with that. With the Haley Bob comment. It <laughs> yeah. was really interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah. I so, love cults. Yeah, so do I. That's, that's uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm endlessly fascinated by cults. Yep. I want to start one. I really do, because I mean, they make so much money. Okay, well, go for it. But are you going to kill yourself at the end of it? No, no, I just want to make the money. Uh, okay. The other people can kill themselves. That's fine. I don't care about people. <laughs> wow. Chris, I'm I care about money. so much about you. Towing that line. Yeah, still towing that line. It's just all about them. It's all about the Benjamins. Okay. <laughs> all right. Cash rules everything around me. <laughs> I uh, 
Is that are, you got more? I have a question. Uh, did you guys watch Hunters no. on Prime? It's a Pacino. Oh no, I never did watch. Very that. good show. Very. I, I there was a big banner on big yellow. I've never banner even heard of it. Oh, you so, had to have seen the banner of Al, it. Al Pacino is a Holocaust survivor, and he and Ooh, a group of that. fellow Holocaust survivors. Wait, 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 wait! Stop. What time frame is this set? Um, because seventies, seventies, oh, okay. late sixties, early seventies. I was hoping it wasn't set now. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. And Al Pacino plays a hundred and ten year old Holocaust survivor. No, he plays like specific to his age now, but in the seventies. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's him and a group of there's a, a famous actor and a bunch of these Jewish people that find the Nazis that the U.S. government brought over or they managed to get to the U.S. and they hunt them down and kill them. Oh, and well, it's that sounds it's a good show. And uh, like trying to figure out who is who and like the people they brought off for like their military program. Yes. And stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like the uh, the people that. Um, which there was a lot of. Did there the experiments on people. That. and yeah. That's just, what a lot of people don't know about World War II is that the U.S. took a lot of Nazi people and brought them over to work for the U.S. I mean, the after U.S. The was very friendly with the German military and yep. government through 98% of that war. Yep. Until just at the They really were. Very end. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the last US two years when we declared war against them. Was very much all the leading up to us declaring war against Japan and then Germany. We were like working with them, like we had no issue with them whatsoever. Well, we, we were shipping weapons to England, but there was a very strong pro-Germany sentiment yes. in this country. Yeah, crazy. Um, so I've got four things that can go real fast. Uh, well, a couple of them can't go. Super so fast. I'm done then. Oh, no, are you? you don't I thought you were. <laughs> but we, I'm sorry. We take rounds. Oh, okay. Um, I watch, so HBO Max has a Tiger Woods documentary that came out. Um, I saw it. It's like one episode every week, I think. The first episode was an hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes long. Um, it's not endorsed by Tiger Woods by any means. Um, I looked it up and was reading about it. It is not. He has no part in the documentary whatsoever. It's fine. I've always liked Tiger Woods. I like watching golf. Uh, I've loved watching Tiger play golf. He's very good, but it had a different take on him and his dad's relationship. And it was somewhat negative, not in their relationship, but negative view in what his dad was. Um, and I don't know. It may be 100% true. It may be 100% false. It may be 50 50. I don't know. Um, but I don't think it's what. Well, I know what Tiger Woods puts out there, and that's not that that's not a negative what, relationship. Yeah, so. that's not what it is. Um, they don't have. They didn't put out that there was a, ever a negative relationship between Tiger and his dad. I'm just saying, like what they put forward of his dad is somewhat negative in a way of like the way he lived his life, the way he was unfaithful, and things like that. I don't think Tiger wanted that to come out necessarily, or. If it's even true, you don't really know. But there are a lot of people close to Tiger, a lot of people close to his family that are on the documentary that talk about these kind of things and how influential he was to Tiger's life, but also how um, you know, the life he lived was a little bit different than what people might have thought. Um, 
again, whether it's true or not, I don't know. I th- I enjoyed the first episode of it. I thought it was really good. I'm going to continue Tiger to watch Woods more. Tiger Woods is a very fascinating figure. Yeah. And if anybody knows about glory holes. <laughs> it's <laughs> probably the people Tiger Woods is. Hey, been and by the way, me and David also share this other little gem. We were on the golf team yes, together. Yes, we were. Okay, I was gonna say, where is this glory going? holes? <laughs> yeah. You end the cover. You ended a statement on glory holes. So you're like, oh wait, by the way, me and David. No, we, and we uh, we were both on uh, varsity golf. Yes, we were. Sometimes. I know David was. That's one of the biggest mistakes I ever made in high school. My high school career was not getting on the golf team. Oh yeah, that was so fun. We drank and smoked and <laughs> did whatever the fuck we wanted. Shot drugs. We were <laughs> terrible at golf. I I was maybe one of the only people that ever got almost kicked off of the golf team. Uh, it was pretty rough. Remember when I threw my bag and clubs off that uh, the tee box of the par three in Nettle Creek in a match? I don't. Yeah, I was threatened. So. I ordered food during a match <laughs> and picked it up at the turn at the clubhouse, and they were not impressed with it that. It was a joke. We were so bad, <laughs> oh, it was we irrelevant. Horrible. Oh, and, really? Um, and then we had certain people that were real sticklers for the rules, so those people were always watching people like Chris and yeah, I. Yeah, so um, I remember going on this match with Rick Custer, I believe. Anyway, so we go out in this match, and um, I am watching this guy cheat, like, (laughs) outright through this entire, like, the first three or four holes, right? Just cheat, ridiculously. And I'm documenting it. Of course you are. But I don't care at all, because I'm a joke of a golfer, you know? (laughs) Yes, you are. So anyway, so I'm, you know, being ridiculous. I was probably smoking. Yeah, it was cussing for sure. <laughs> anyway, we get later on this match, and the guy, I go to tee off, and the guy goes, you're disqualified. And I go, what are you talking about? <laughs> We're like in the middle of a what match. What have I done? And he's like, uh, I'm disqualifying you for language. And I go, are you, you've been cheating <laughs> this whole round. Like, and I know for a fact, and I'm just like, you're disqualified. (laughs) (laughs) This guy was in like the hunt for regionals. The Red October. And he just starts freaking bawling, crying. (laughs) And so I'm just like, no, 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 you're disqualified. I don't know what to tell you. You're disqualified. He's like, oh, this is going to take me out of regionals, sectionals, whatever. I don't fucking That's care. your fault. Like, I don't fucking care at all. Like, you didn't have to be a douche. Yeah. Like, you were going to win anyway. <laughs> you were clearly beating me like, by, like, I'm 19 cheating, strokes. I'm cheating up to make my score worse so I don't have to go to regionals. Like, that's how little I give a shit. Anyway, um, so that legitimately happened. And anyway. So what came of that? I... Made a deal with him. I said, I won't disqualify you from this match if you agree to take one extra stroke on every hole for the rest of the, <laughs> <laughs> the, rest oh of the match. And he did. He took it. Yeah. And he didn't disqualify you for nope. cursing. No. Okay, good. They always good. say that most deals are made on the golf course. <laughs> it's true. It's just cheating, though. Yeah, he came in with like a 48 or something. It's and his like, coach is like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. He's a shitty golfer. 
<laughs> I came like, in with like a 37. <laughs> it's like my senior year, this guy came up with this idea of this internet tree growing website. <laughs> he ended up giving it to me. <laughs> Because I caught him cheating, and he gave me his business idea. No, no, those ideas don't come from Reed Custer. Um, no, they don't. Um, anyway, I got what I've got. One more thing that I want to talk about tonight. The other two we may have to keep for another episode. But I went and saw Crudes. So, uh, movie theaters opened last weekend. In no, no, Streeter and Ottawa <laughs> opened. That's it. Yeah. In my world, movie theaters opened. <laughs> And I went to them. Okay. I haven't went to a movie in, since year, last probably. winter, yeah, sometime. And when I found out, like, Amy was like, hey, do you want to go to the movies in Ottawa? We're going to go see Crude's New Age. I think and we're going like, to go tomorrow, actually. Absolutely, I do. I want to go. I want to do this right now. I want to get a, a cherry Pepsi and popcorn. <laughs> and I'm, I desperately needed to do this. It's part of me. And we did. We went. We went and saw it. I thought it was great. The Roxy in Ottawa, that's the first time I've ever been there. Their seats are so far apart from each other. It's amazing. They redid it like two years ago. There's so much leg room. I'm a short guy. I don't necessarily need leg room. I loved it. Your feet didn't touch the ground? I couldn't even touch the seat in front of me. I was sticking my legs out like, holy smokes, look at all the leg room you got in this place. It was amazing. I could lay down in between seats. It was unbelievable. And I got a ton of popcorn. I ate. You can only carry so much in this tiny little hand. Amy snuck <laughs> them in the purse. Absolutely. I was I was a free admission. Um, but they gave everybody a free small popcorn. So the boys didn't want to eat all of their popcorn. So I just collected all of this popcorn and sat there and just chowing on popcorn. I'm going to do this tomorrow. It was so... It was... Great. The movie. But I'm going to go to the Streeter Eagle Eight or whatever. I don't know if I'd go there. <laughs> I mean, you've been talking about it all night. That's where you get those. Is what? in Streeter. Glory. <laughs> yeah. Glory holds? Oh, yeah. No, the Streeter movie theater I've heard is great. Yeah. I've, heard I've never really been that. there, but I've heard. Of course you have. Heard good things. I, my wife's entire family is from Streeter, so. Ooh. So they know. About the GH <laughs> General Hospital. I like favorite Streeter. midday show. Mm-hmm. Streeter is, uh, you know, that's where I'm focusing in my real estate purchasing. Up and coming. It's you know, great, I don't blame you because it's probably really cheap. Not for farm ground. <laughs> it's really cheap. No, they have really good farm ground. Yes. Yeah. Do they really? Oh yeah. Is it good down there? Yeah. Really. That's must have been where the glaciers touched. Oralna. That's where the glaciers ended up. Big big shout out to Johnny Dollars. I don't know if it's still open, but uh, <laughs> oh, old Jimmy Dollars, huh? yeah, Johnny Dollars, <laughs> Johnny. Yeah, okay. it's All a right. bar that I went to once with Brad Yusko. Oh, okay, Yusko. <laughs> yep. Um, Either so, way, I had a great time at the movies, and it was amazing. It, and Crudes, it may have been Crudes. Good movie. Was Nick Cage in it? Absolutely. Okay. Nicholas Cage is in it, and my Ryan kids, Reynolds is the voice of the other guy. My kids um, really want to watch that movie. It's like good. hardcore, and I keep like yelling at them, like, I'm not paying $20. No, I'm telling you right now, it's a very fun movie. Okay. Very good. I enjoyed I it. I didn't care for the first one. I laughed a lot. We've watched the first one many, many times. Graham enjoys it. 
I thought it was fine. I think over time I grew more fond of it because of how many times we've seen it. I like the show, though, the, the series on Netflix. There's a Netflix series? Yeah. There's a Crude's show. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed this movie. Amy and I laughed out loud multiple times during this movie, and I liked it. It was fun. All right. Um, for me, um, I guess we're probably not going to talk about WandaVision we are not. Tonight. We are not talking about WandaVision. There's only been two episodes, so we're going to hold off. We'll mm-hmm. talk about it next week. New episode we... comes out Tonight. here in about yeah. an hour and a half. It's. I'll just say it was. It was interesting. Uh, and definitely, you know, it it held my attention. It did not help hold Marley's attention, but that's fine. No, uh, that yeah, it didn't hold Amy's either. But it's setting up so much more in the future. Yeah, that we and need it's to talk about. just too early to talk about it. Right. I think it'll be better off next week when we talk about it because there will be a third episode yeah. and it's going to launch a little bit more in the future. Now, the big thing I started re-watching um, and I'm soldiering through is Doctor Who. Yes, Season so 10. I. And you've been watching that 11. as well? It's season 11. Season 11? Yes. It's season 11 with the, the new Doctor, the female Doctor. Jodie Whittaker, right? Yes. Starts in season 11. The- I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm like, uh, six or seven episodes into that season. So I finished the 11th season, okay. and we need to talk more about it next episode because there's a lot to talk about. Okay, we will. But I am enjoying the production value, and I really am enjoying her as the doctor. I like mm-hmm. what she's doing with the character. It's not the same. It's different. But we'll that's get fine. Into that. Yeah, yeah. Right. I agree with you. Never watched it. <laughs> If I there's know. one thing you need to do in your lifetime, know, it's watch Doctor Who. We've had this discussion a thousand times. And start and go to HBO Max and go to season one. Because well, I, I have HBO Max. Takes you to 2005. That takes you to the Chris Eccleston first yeah. season, right? Yeah. Am yep, I correct? Yep, yep. Okay. They don't give you all the old bullshit from the BBC in the 1970s. Okay. No, you they start don't. in 2005. I, I attempted to watch it once, it's, and it's just. Oh, the first season's terrible. The first okay. season's okay. very hard to watch, and Chris. Gave me that. Um, he told me, he's like, listen, the first season, it's going to be a rough sit. He's like, get through that, and, and it's going to get better. So I watched this. I watched it all on shift when I was working, like, so swing shift at the lock. And I remember texting him watching the first season. I was like, boy, this better get better because it's getting rough. It's just low production value. And that's what all it was. Low, very, very low production value. But the very next season, as soon as the doctor changes, it's spoilers. Uh, David it's Tennant. Oh, my God. Well, I, Life-changing. I hear you guys talk about it all the time. It's just not something I have taken the time to. You think the thing it's about not something you Doctor like. Who is, and people drop out because they're like, they hear like, oh, it's sci-fi. It's about aliens and space travel and that kind of... But that isn't what it is. It's a human drama. It's a drama, dramatic show. No, I, I watch... <laughs> so much so. You want to talk about dramas. Like On my list of things I watched this uh, fall, because I always watch something while I'm in the combine. Yeah. Like, always something playing. I watched this the entire series of The 100, which is like a teen drama in itself. Like yeah, I've, ultimate, I watched The 100. Did you? Yeah. It's basically Dawson's Creek in space. Like, if there's one thing you can do when you're sitting in a tractor, it's watch Doctor Who. Yeah. And that's like, maybe I'll give it a shot this time. There's no maybe. You have to. 
Otherwise, I'm going to start cutting tires. I'm telling tires. everybody out there, there, everybody would like this show. There's no person in the world that won't like this show. Yeah. You just have to remove yourself from a bias of, like you said, like the sci-fi alien type stuff and get yourself more on a human, even though, yes, the doctor is technically an alien, but they are so much more human level than you could ever believe. It's so heartfelt. It'll pull on every heartstring you ever have. It ties into so many different stories that have been in your life or anybody else's life. Like it ties into things from your life that you can relate to. Ties into human history. Yeah. American history, British history. I mean, I just don't know how people can't love this show. I mean, the, the UK, everybody in Britain and in, in Europe is in love with Doctor Who. Doctor Who is huge. No, I know it over is. There. It's just they are leaps and bounds ahead of the United States because they had this show available to them their entire lives. We are now able to access this, and a part of you is missing because you haven't seen it. I think a lot of what has discouraged me from that is trying to watch the British Office versus the American Office. I can't do it. Like the British, they have their comedy. they have a different style. And yeah, it's just it's. Well, I will mine. say this. Uh, this is an interesting take. So, um, if you go to HBO Max and you start to watch Doctor Who, it's going to start in 2005 season. There's one season with uh, Christopher Eccleston. It's a rough season. Yeah. Right, but you still have to watch it. And then after that, it goes to David Tennant, um, and and he runs what three or four seasons? I think four, at least four, because it uh, would go to five, and then five to. Three or four seasons, it's very British. Ooh, it may be three. Through that whole run. Um, and then when they when they switch to the Matt Smith era, um, it's very it switches to very American. It does style. Americanize itself a American, little bit. Even though all the actors are British, but it, it does Americanize the show and step up the production value of the show. Production value increases huge and Every change I thought I was going to hate, and golly, I so then it. they go to um, the next doctor. After that, would be Capaldi. Capaldi, Not production value high, stories meh. Um, new season, female doctor, um, Jane Whitaker, Joan, yeah, something Whitaker, Jody, 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 Whitaker. yeah. Um, I'm liking the production value. I'm liking it so far. Joe of Stavanger. The, shout out. This has always been a very progressive show. Yeah. So always. So they're very politically progressive in that envelope. So um, that doesn't bother me because I know that it's a politically progressive show. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it agrees with my personal politics or not to me is irrelevant. Um, but it is very much pushing those boundaries at this point. <laughs> yeah. Did you say elephant? <laughs> Yeah, irrelevant. Okay. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> that's all. So were that's you all watching we got. something? Okay. Oh, we're oh, talking about no. that. So when when I uh first started contemplating coming on the show, yeah. uh I just started making a list of all the things I've been watching. And this Perfect. dates back to early fall. So there's some shows on here that are I'm just gonna go through them real quick. Arkansas, did you guys watch that with no. Vince, Vince Vaughn. No, I, I didn't watch it, but I've heard good I things about it. I've never even heard of this. Yeah, it was a movie. It's it was good. a movie on Netflix, right? Mm, or was it Amazon? Prime. It was on Prime. Prime. Okay. It was a huge movie. Huge oh, movie. Oh, I need but to I see Very, very good. 
It was you like, liked it a lot? Yeah. It's like kind of a hillbilly mob movie. Ozark. <laughs> Ozark. It was Ozarks. If there's one thing I love, it's hillbilly mob. I think you it don't, was, otherwise uh, you would watch the Ozarks. <laughs> it was capitalizing on the Maybe. Yeah, you're right. Ozark phenomenon, yeah. I believe. No, I agree. Uh, I watched Doctor Sleep, which I'm sure you guys have both seen. Okay, I yeah. have not. I haven't seen it, but I oh, want to really? see it. No, no, we talked about it a lot on the show, but we have not seen it. Okay, yeah. decent movie, decent. That's you and Shining with that, you right? and McGregor. It's and... Danny grown up from yeah. The Shining. Yes. Yeah, and yep. I'm a huge fan of The Shining. Yeah, yep. absolutely. It, uh, Dude I, is too. Dude was all about this movie, and the, I don't know if he's seen it. it. It's all right. It's on HBO, I think. I just I didn't watch it because I didn't hear great things about it. It's it's worth a watch. Okay. Uh, that's all. I'm not going to say it's going to change your life, but it's worth watching. Okay. Uh, Power on Netflix. Did you guys watch that? No. It's about a drug called Power, and like you take it and you turn into like a superhuman for a short series. I've time. literally never. Is heard that, of that based off of uh, Mike? Like uh, the Bradley Cooper show? No, <laughs> Bendis. Uh, Brian Brian Limitless. Michael Bendis. Oh, Brian, Powers. He had a. No, he was making a show called Powers, and it came out. But and it he was had a, not a comic book called Powers, and I yeah. thought it was the same thing. No, but there was a show, but it came out on some weird network. Sony. Or uh, it was like it PlayStation Network. Jamie Foxx and yes, Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt were oh, in it. I yes. like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, it was a movie. Sorry, not a show. But JGL. Oh. Uh, my man. Yeah, it's... Third Rock from the Sun. These they take this pill and it turns them into basically superhuman for a short period of time. So if they need to get away from the cops or whatever, they pop this pill and so they're all drug addicts running from the cops. Yeah, but it's good. It's okay. good. It's worth. So there is Powers by Brian Michael Bendis that was on play. I build, I don't know PlayStation what, Network. I don't know, but um, that's not the same thing. This is just called Power. Mm-hmm. Power. It's. Because I'm one. a huge fan of Brian Michael Bendis, his run on Daredevil from the early '90s and very good. Uh, mi- or, I'm sorry, late '90s. Oh, I'm sorry. 2000s. It's called Project Power. I just thought it was called Power. Oh, Project, Project Power. Okay. Yeah. So you guys have probably seen it then. <laughs> nope. Still haven't. Nope. Still haven't seen it. But no, good movie. Um, watching Cobra Kai as we talked about earlier. Oh yeah. I- I'm. Getting Fucking there. right, Cobra Kai, Johnny yeah, Lawrence, uh, Eagle Fang. I, yeah, Eagle Fang. That's great. Yeah, I don't I'm it. about the Eagle Fang life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm over. Where the fuck? Eagles are at fangs. <laughs> no, but shut I'm, the fuck up, <laughs> pussy. I'm more of a red-tailed hawk guy. You're gonna yeah. love this show. You will. The fucking. You will main- also love. Peaky Blinders. The main character show calls people a pussy on a regular basis. That happens on a major show on Netflix. <laughs> if you could get into Peaky Blinders as much as you want me to get into Cobra Kai, we will be friends again. He names his karate dojo Eagle Fang. And then his students <laughs> the say... The is an eagle with bloody fangs. And his students are like, eagles don't have fangs. He's like, shut up, pussy. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I need and to he, do that. He can't afford a dojo, so he just goes to a park and makes him do karate in the park. <laughs> I mean, I would do that too if yeah. I was trying to yeah, it's raise great. an army. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm. It's a great show. Uh, Arizona. Did you guys see that movie? Uh, Danny nope. McBride is like a real estate guy. No, and there's a murder. It's, it's, no, it's, you it's, need to fill us in on these movies. I don't know any of these. Things. I know. Okay. I well, that's why. I, that's why I put him on the list. Arizona. Arizona. I, I like Danny McBride a lot. And it's, so it's a good I. movie. Uh, worth yeah, worth is a it watch. Like slapstick comedy. Uh, dark comedy. And what is this on? YouTube? HBO. 
HBO. Oh, HBO. Danny McBride is like solely HBO's HBO guy. Like, he, they, oh, own yeah. his soul. they own him. Yeah. Uh, Truth Seekers on Prime with Nick Frost. Oh, no, but I, I've Nick just Frost, watched a show just... produced and by Nick Frost, Sick Note on Netflix. I that one. That's a Nick Frost show. I love Nick Frost. So, so this is like a paranormal. Uh, they're looking for ghosts and oh, stuff. Oh, yes. I've seen yeah. Truth Seekers. Yes. It, it, I haven't seen it yet. I'm very interested to see it, though. So you have or you have Seven out of ten. No, I've seen the like ads for it. And yeah. I wanted to watch it. Oh, it's, gotcha. it's all right. It's it not... reminded me of a show that came out a couple of years ago on Fox. Ghost Hunters. Was that what it was called? No. It was similar to that, but it had a... It had the guy from Parks and Recreation. Is he Nick sorry? Offerman? Nope. Ben, the guy Ben. Schwartzman. No. Nope. Oh, I know. Uh, Adam. Rich Scott. Something or other. Scott. And then, Adam Scott. Adam Scott. And Adam then Scott. it had the guy from The Office that was the warehouse guy that moved up. Uh, Daryl? Daryl. Yeah, um, I don't remember his. And they were ghost investigators. It was a Fox show about two years ago, and I it was a really that. good show. It was actually a very underrated show. I don't remember it. I don't you should have led with Daryl. Yeah. He's the I can't remember main his name. guy. Mm-hmm. The protagonist, if you will. So after True Seekers, I got Hunters. Have you guys watched the movie Run yet with Sarah Paulson on Hulu? Negative. Sarah Paulson. Uh, she was in. Yeah, the, I know. What's that nurse movie? Yeah. Or that nurse Sarah show. Palin? Didn't she run for. <laughs> Don't Fresno? you? Know. Yes. Ghosted was the show on Fox. Anyway. Ghosted. Okay. Sarah Paulson was on. American Horror Story and Ron Nurse Paulson. Ratchet. Ratchet. She was on Ratchet. Oh, I know that lady. But she's that in, was, she's that in was a new movie show. on Hulu that I have not watched yet called Run, but it looks very promising. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not oh, seeing it. I don't yeah. log into Hulu very often. I haven't recently either. Um, but it's. I mean, ever I since Dave ended, I'm like, yeah. <sighs> I need that show. Dave to come and back Devs, out. both of them. Dave would be on pretty soon. It should be. I hope if they film this year. Uh, Bud Light Seltzer <laughs> Strawberry tastes like vomit. <laughs> I like it. I like the strawberry. No, I mean the strawberry legit tastes like vomit. I like this strawberry. All the other flavors. <laughs> selling point. <laughs> all the other flavors are acceptable. The strawberry tastes like vomit. You think so? I like the strawberry. I don't even. Do you like vomit? Oh, yeah. Love it. Okay. Yeah, love a, everything about vomit. He's a purger. <laughs> all right. I think we've ran to the end of our time here. Um, We're at two and a half hours. I'm having maple bacon coffee. You're drinking maple bacon coffee? Yes. Of course he is. Why wouldn't it's he be? It's delicious. Wait. Is that a... That's just a sticker. Oh, it's a sticker. It's not even a plasti dip. No. No. It's, <laughs> it's not a plasti dip. Sericum. So um, we've reached the end of our time. We wanted to just promote David one more time. His plasti dip business <laughs> is... I will dip anything you have in plastic. <laughs> or bake it in ceramic. If you want your gun dipped in plastic... If you just want a plastic gun, it'll jam up the firing pin a little mm-hmm. bit. If you want your knives sharpened, no, with plastic. but seriously, if you have like a Glock 17, <laughs> I have done a Glock 17, and you want an American flag on it to take to the Capitol, right? Or a skull, <laughs> no, 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 to, to storm the Congress. 
This is your guy right here. Yeah. If there's ever been an episode where Chris is just line (laughs) stepping like crazy, it's this one. Can I tell you guys a quick story, a fun story? Yeah, as long as it's about storming. It's about a gun. Okay. So I want to buy the rights to this movie, but years ago. We'll write it. Years ago, I sold a gun to the wrong person. Okay. Okay. He was a nuclear engineer for Dresden. All right. That seems like a... Yeah. Reputable person. You think so? <laughs> he was in the Navy and like pulled up to my house. Uh, he was a friend of a friend. Pulled up my house in his brand new Mercedes, has his affliction leather jacket on. So you oh, knew he was oh, cool. Oh, he's, oh, we talked about that last week. <laughs> <laughs> we did. So, so he. Uh, I got a tattoo right here in my chest. Yeah, yeah. you do. No, it's tap out. Oh, tap out. Yeah. No, you had tap out, but you're hardy. No, it was Ed Hardy. Ed Hardy. Ed hardy. Yeah. I forgot about affliction. Yeah. I got that on my rump. Pathetic. <laughs> this rump. Uh, so this guy, he he shoots the gun. It's a 45, 1911. Simple. Shoots it. Yeah, I'll take it. He whips out a wad of cash, pays me the money, leaves. A couple months later, the friend that was the friend of the friend sends me a link. Says, you got to look at this. So this fella takes the gun, carjacks a lady in uh, like Oswego or Naperville or something, gets caught and arrested. It turns out he just wanted to carjack this lady, steal her car, and rob a bank. Wait, wait, wait. This yes. guy's making like 120 grand a year yes. working as a nuclear engineer. Uh-huh. And he wanted to rob a bank. Because he saw the movie The Town, starring Ben Affleck. Oh my God, that movie rocks. <laughs> such a good movie. Right? So Casey he decided, Affleck's in it too. He decided Ooh, it's shit. time for him to throw caution to the wind. <laughs> you just got to throw caution Sometimes to the wind. Sometimes you got man. to. And, so uh, you contributed. Yes, I'm an accomplice. Accomplice. Yeah. I have all the paperwork. Um, people that. <laughs> Yeah, but really, David Top, if you are fact checking, his name is Michael Berman. But sometimes you just gotta throw Berman. caution to the wind, man. Yeah, like but, sometimes you literally just have to throw caution to the wind. Uh, here's crazy. where the story gets real, though. So, oh, there's more. Oh, it there's gets a, real. We haven't got to the glory hole yet. No, GH. We call that GH. <laughs> so, we don't say the words anymore. So Berman gets arrested. Some a good Samaritan follows him, mm-hmm. calls the cops, gets arrested with the stolen car. Goes to jail, bonds out, uh, skips bond, gone. They find him, put him on house arrest. He somehow bonds out again, gets on house arrest. Tells How does he his, get out of the leg clamp? Tells his girlfriend that he has a bunch of gold <laughs> and that he's going to go to Venezuela and she should come with. And she says no and calls the cops on him. Cops come... It looks like he was kidnapped, and his ankle thing is on the ground, and there's blood on the window. And uh, so he disappears. He's on Interpol's top 10 list of wanted people <laughs> because he went to Venezuela. Why are you just waiting to bring this story out? <laughs> I know. I, I mean, you could have, we could have been talking about this an hour ago. He, he goes to Venezuela, gets in some kind of romantic relationship with. Uh, some Hugo Chavez? diplomat's daughter, <laughs> and he doesn't like it, so he hires a hitman to kill this diplomat. And the hitman is like working for the diplomat and backstabs him and takes all of his money. Cops come, Venezuelan p- police come to get him. He's turns out he's a badass in karate, breaks a bunch <laughs> of legs Stop and it. arms. I'm already done. This is 
You're going too um, far here on this story. Right. You can look it up. It is on Google. All right. Continue. Uh, breaks a bunch of arms, legs, whatever, gets away. His friend, who was also here at Dresden, gets caught, and they extradite him back. But he starts telling these stories about these crazy sex parties they're having with the GHs. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the GHs. <laughs> yeah. But no, there's, they had like these huge <laughs> parties and... Uh, they Eyes all, wide shut. Yeah. No masks, though. But oh, well, that's sad. They open a gym and they're shipping money in in creatine tubs from the United States. They got a connection somehow and they're getting all this they're cash. They're laundering the money through. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they end up catching him. He's in prison in Chicago. So, wow. Yeah, all started from a little <laughs> STI uh, 1911. How did so. this guy find you to buy the gun? So, a cousin well, of mine. David's on the black web. Yeah, <laughs> the dark web. The dark no, web. A, a, you one, are the dark web. One of my cousins. Uh, her... You're the GH of the dark web. <laughs> Like there's the dark web and then there's like Oriole in the and dark then web. David and David's on the other web. side of it. Yep. Just uh, tapping my toe under the stall door. Um, no, so just it, he worked out at a gym where my cousin's husband worked out, and they like knew each other at the gym. He's a stand-up guy. I mean, an art or a Navy vet, nuclear engineer. Just why would you not trust this guy? And yeah. So, it is a 100% true story. Wow. That's crazy. awesome. <laughs> that is really awesome. And I want the movie rights. You should write that. You should just, just so you don't I need knew, to buy rights. You can just write it. I I'm knew the it. beginning of this story where you had sold him the gun and this guy was like wanted or, mm-hmm. and was getting arrested. I didn't know the rest of that. Yeah. The whole Cesar Chavez thing. <laughs> Hugo Chavez. Yeah, that's Caesar right. Caesar Chavez was an American. Oh, that's right. I think. Yeah, something Chavez. The like whole a labor rights guy? Escobar. <laughs> Pablo Escobar. Biden just put a bus of Caesar Chavez behind his desk. That's why I thought of it. I meant Escobar. Pablo no, he Escobar. He was a socialist. But yeah. The whole uh, drug running guy. Um, yeah, so that's the end of our time. Yep. All right, we're at the end. Thank you for Thank taking you the journey with us. Me. Everybody just dropped out like literally two seconds ago. There was like 10 people and now there's one. So That's fine. All right, well, thank you guys. Uh, make sure you check out patreon.com slash snarfcomics for amazing videos of Jerry and <laughs> <That's enough. laughs> Billy Zane having words. Yeah, and high-fiving. And high-fiving. Um, and our new website. And our new website. I'm not done with it yet. So but it's coming here. soon. We're, we're going to have a brand new website up. We're going to be able to sell merchandise. We're, um, what else am I doing with the website? Why am I doing the website? So we have a new button that you can click on that says listen free. And you can click on the button and it will take you to your yes. oh, whatever gonna... phone or like platform you have, uh, whether it's Yeah, uh, if you Samsung, visit our Google. website and you click it, it will take you to your preferred platform platform automatically um it's gonna be great and then we're gonna be able to sell merch and Mm -hmm. have um jerry videos and patreon all integrated yes right from the website it'll be uh, a better more fluid platform um it looks better already from what you showed me and i think it'll be really good so that's snarfcomics.com snarf or snarftalk.com or snarftalkpodcast.com. Yes. It's all the same. 
for Snarf Talk this week. I've been Chris. I'm David. I am Jerry. See ya. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>